Oh, is this your first time in Troll Skull? Let me tell you one of my favorite stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, codium a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> First, we, we, uh, we want to wish uh, a blessed Mother's Day to all of the current mothers, expecting mothers, mothers of fur baby, babies, stepmothers, surrogate mothers, the mom friend types, and <laughs> all those in between. So thank you for everything that you do. We hope you've had a wonderful weekend, and thank you for watching and spending some time with us. If you like what we are doing here, but want a more in-depth breakdown and behind-the-scenes look at the characters, players, DMs of D4, uh, then make sure to tune in Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you want to check out past episodes of our After Talk Show D4 and After, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon to watch episode breakdowns as well as player interviews for the journey to level 10, D4 map terrain build videos, and much more. This coming Friday, we will have Ellie and myself talking about your new character and joining D4 <laughs> uh, with the amazing uh, host, Ross Lee. Uh, mm. So if you have any questions, please be sure to submit them to the D4 and After channel on our Discord. Uh, and we want to thank all of our amazing sponsors, Die Hard Dice, D&D Beyond, Beetle and Grimm's, Eldritch Foundry, Idle Champions, and Meeple Madness. Uh, check out Die Hard Dice Castle Cleanup Sale, where our BF or our code D4BFGS gets 15% off this month. Uh, the large amount of new dice premiering this month. Um, make sure to get your free champions chess code by using the code at the bottom of the screen. Uh, and keep up with all of our announcements, merch over at D4DDRPG.com. But this week's episode is once again proudly sponsored by Gallant Goblin in support of promotion of their plushy Cobalt Kickstarter. Uh, we are still doing giveaways. If you want to do hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond into the Twitch chat, do so. But um, I, I last night, uh, last last week was pretty good. Um, but I think we can do better. Yeah, I think I think you and Goblin have a little something. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to. Yeah, we just wanted to bring just, awareness yeah. because it's Gallant Goblin and you're. It, it seemed on brand. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, but um, we don't talk about kobolds. No, no, no. We don't talk about kobolds, but. They're on a Kickstarter. Buy them on Kickstarter. Everyone was angry because there were no kobolds to buy. No kobolds found in supply. The Gallion Goblin walks in with a mischievous grin. Plushies. Are you selling this ad or am I? I'm sorry, my DM go on. Gallion Goblin came to say. I lost my place. What oh, did they tell us? <laughs> we got plushies and mayonnaise. Viewers tell your fellas. We only have seven days. Only 48k and we're eight away. You should go buy kobolds. Oh, whoa, whoa. You, you should go, go buy kobolds. kobolds. Ooh, that was, that was we should good. have practiced. Yeah, I, love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lost my place. It's all good. That's right, though. If you head over to cobaltplush.com or cobaltplushy.com, you can pledge to pick up one of the four amazing, adorable plushies already unlocked from the fully funded Kickstarter. I mean, seriously, look how oh, cute this so plushie is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my but God, he's so cute. 
Look at how shiny these coins are! Oh, what? It's goblins. It, it is, indeed. But I mean, it, this, this so is a, amazing. This is Rory, the uh, red kobold uh, wizard, I believe. Rory, wizard, so uh, just absolutely adorable. And if you want a kobold of your own, go check out the Kickstarter, where they are so close to unlocking... <laughs> If they have not already <laughs> unlocked the second oh to last Cobalt plushie, and you can also pledge in tiers to add these extras as uh, add-ons and so much more. But thanks to the amazing people over at Gallant Goblin, we're also doing more giveaways tonight. Uh, That's and, right. <laughs> as we totally warned our production team about, that <laughs> <laughs> we totally didn't just spawn on them right now. <laughs> definitely, definitely had that conversation ahead of time. <laughs> But, uh, uh, hashtag goblin, that sounds good, or hashtag kobold. No, hashtag goblin. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you say. Whatever, we'll figure it out. We love There's going to be a too. giveaway after the, the intro when we have a conversation that we totally had beforehand. We're just going to make sure that they know that we had this conversation. We're giving Very away two of these goblin coins that, use, that you can use for anything like inspiration tokens. Uh, and we're giving away an STL file of a super badass, like gargantuan size, what they're calling a harvest dragon. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really neat. Uh, you only have seven days left, uh, so make sure that you go show them the support of the BFFs, uh, and only um, only a little bit more to get those those last two. Yeah. Fun fact about the ones they're offering: the bard is purple. Yes. Yes. Fine choice. But without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4, and we're back. Welcome. So, last time on Darling Dates and Dangerous Dogs. The group learned a little bit more about what happened to their centaur host, Lucares, as he reminisces about the Wickerman Festival. He got lost out in the High Moor and eventually woke up near a ziggurat and how he was rescued by Karina shortly after seeing a shooting star. The group has breakfast while getting to know Karina and welcoming her into the BFGs if she so wishes to tag along as they plan to head out into the High Moor to investigate the large crystal Lucaris saw at the Ziggurat and how it might be mind-controlling the Hobgoblins they learned about when they were in Succumber oh so long ago. The group agrees to meet a friend of Lucaris at his diner uh, as they have knowledge of traversing the High Moor and where this ziggurat might be. When they arrive, they eventually meet Gretchen, a halfling sorceress who has found a job as a courier for the areas around the Delambir River. As they leave the hidden city of hope to find themselves, they find themselves in the barren, treeless, dry grasslands, muddy peat soil and rocky plains of the High Moor, where everyone realizes their tension into the, releases their tension into the air, knowing that they, they can relax away from the threat of the protective charm. Through the day's travel, they are able to easily navigate the moor, and a gang of scorpion-riding tieflings, with the cooperative efforts of Gretchen and Karina riding upon Bernie Saunters, Sage's horse, <laughs> despite Karina's anxiety of being nervously attracted to the halfling woman she is <clears throat> helping. As night falls, Seisha and Karina spend some time uh, charting the stars after Karina spends some time talking to the grass, hoping they'll help protect their camp. Cool! <laughs> um, but throughout the day and the night, the BFGs couldn't help but notice 
The piling similarities Gretchen, who goes by the name Gretch, has to the adorable but chaotic golden lab they met in one of the enchanted stories of the dog book. An ADHD and anxiety-driven sorceress named Fetch, which they find out is a nickname Gretch absolutely hates. <laughs> but while stargazing, Seisha notices a series of stars have moved since the last time she looked at them, when she was home with her three fathers. Now, they all seem to be moving to form a vertical line aiming down towards the horizon. Karina warns her that similar things happened to her stars before her world was consumed by an elder evil. To ease the tensions of dreadful thoughts, Seisha allows Karina to spend some time alone with Gretchen, doing the same. And it's adorably awkward. <laughs> the next day, they're all awaken, uh, awaken and spend all another few... Another few hours hiking the moor before hearing the sounds of combat between multiple combatants. As they crest over the hill and using Savar, they see a battle garrison of the Lord's Alliance face off against a pack of feral hobgoblins, while a few others stay watchful and protective over the ziggurat. Atop the ancient elven stone structure, the party sees a large floating luminescent crystal at the bottom. They uh, see a small rusted iron cage that entraps a poor soul inside. The BFGs charge into battle as Vinley uses her new arcane knowledge she learned from Rymanthan and the sister tower of the Blackstaff, Nevermanth, to unleash devastating undead against the horde of feral goblinoids. Karina takes on a starry form as she launches a shooting star from a celestial bow that hits like meteors crashing into Earth. Work. Gretchen manipulates <laughs> the battlefield with her magics while the other three unleash hell through arcane-empowered melee tactics, including yeeting yeah. the opposed pack leader of these feral hobgoblins. Uh, but during the fight, the party is influenced by the psychic will of the crystal. As they see the image of something or someone they both revere and fear at the same time. Fueled by this compulsion, many of the BFGs fight their way to the top of the ziggurat before they are able to focus their mind to harmonize with the crystal shard. As it speaks to them telepathically, they hear hundreds if not thousands of voices and personalities as it expresses longing to be unified and guilt for trying to communicate with the hobgoblins and wards and accidentally fusing their minds together. In the end, Vinley identifies the crystal and learns that it is a shard of a mythalar, an object of the Netherese, that the Netherese created to harness the power of a mythal continuously. However, this shard seems to have sentience and asks to bond with Vinley's armor. The BFGs were able to save Traskar Salarn III, the lord and leader of Succumber, now saving the town from both the Bloody Maw Orc tribe and the Urshani Hobgoblin tribe. For their efforts, they are given a seal of gratitude from the Lord's Alliance that could be used in their favor in the future. But the party took the next day and a half to make their way back. I'm sorry, I need to double check what you just said. We got a favor from the Lord's Alliance for yeah. that? Not a favor. Mm -hmm. like, you got, got a seal favor. of basically like something that you could show that could okay. possibly okay. Yeah, they warrant favor. Okay, warrant favor. Yes. Okay. 
That's, yeah, yeah. I was like, why do I not have we order a favor? <laughs> no, it's 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 a, a huge bargaining chip. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but you learned that the uh, the Mithilar shard calls itself the source. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But uh, you all make your way back, take the day and a half, make your way back to the hidden city of hope. As you find some resistance going past the wards and are only allowed entry by the grace of Gretchen and her, her uh, tie to the city now, despite her actually not being from here, but has become a residence. It is nighttime, and you all, as you're floating up back to LaCarrie's place, see the beauty that Vinley saw. And you see this city aglow with arcane magic that looks both elvish in design but futuristic in a way that it's hard to describe and it's awe-inspiring and what the world could be, possibly. But is there anything you're doing? I will say that um, as you all settle down, Seisha breaks away <laughs> and heads off. Let her do that. Oh. So what do you guys do? Um, I'm. Say so she kind of looks around at the the rippling around her. I'm gonna go do some research. I feel like we're on borrowed time here. Yeah, don't don't go stubbing your toe or anything, because <laughs> you get real angry. It could be. Yeah. These are the jokes. I'm joking. All right. It's, it's a good joke here. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We should um, probably go soon. I'll meet you guys in the morning. Cool. Do you not want company? No. Okay. Alrighty. We'll be here in the softest grass ever. I'm gonna miss you, grass. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is a clean bathroom and say she walks out. <laughs> Me knows. too. All the time. Oh, she leave? Oh, okay. Now she knows. Yeah. You remember when she didn't know about indoor plumbing? I was about to say, when we first met, me and Seisha had no idea or concept of the idea of indoor plumbing. And unfortunately now, we know what Seisha was like before. Mm. <laughs> the true friends we make are the bathrooms along the way. Or lack thereof. But the thereof. clean ones only. Everybody else can, I don't care for, I, have a, I like clean bathrooms. We understand, you have a thing. So, um... <laughs> I I feel like I have no idea what to do, but there's so many things I want to do, and I don't even know what to do. Did I say to do too many times? It rhymes, it works. What's all of y'all's plans? Sleeping. Okay, that's a good one. And then leaving. That's another good one. I was probably just going to fly up to the highest point in the city and see how beautiful it was before we left. Right, that's not a good idea. I've actually already seen that, but you go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Beyond that, I just want to get back home. It, you got, are, are our minds all still like weirdly connected with telepathic it's, stuff? They can be. They can be? If you want me to. <laughs> Okay, well, how like far of a distance is that usually? Anywhere. Anywhere? Okay. As long as I've already casted it. So Seisha wouldn't be able to get it unless you haven't left yet. I think my biggest fear about okay. me entering the city is that uh, I kind of can't discreetly re-enter the city. So I have to be ready for the entire city to know that I am there. And I don't know if I'm ready yet. 
but I know I have to be. I don't know. I think it's understandable to be nervous about that, considering everything we've got waiting for us back home, but, I mean, we are not the same people that left that city. I know, I just... And we won't be walking through a gate. And you won't be alone. She finishes the uh, telepathic bond Mm -hmm. and includes Karina in it. It's, I feel like I'm on some sort of like timer. Like I have to handle my dad somehow as quickly as possible. And I really don't know how to go about doing that. I feel like, you know, like Voss had so many plans and like thinks things ahead and knows where to go and who to talk to. And I don't even know the first step of that. Never Is your on. dad evil? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, he's a drug lord slaver. So we kill him. That's, <laughs> that's, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a sore a big, subject. Yeah, we, we've been down that road so he many times. He probably <laughs> will, but... Oh, that's right. Some people like I have... That's not it either, no. actually. Um, it's a little more complicated than that. You see, I come from an entire clan of people called the Veterac, Veterac, who he basically entombed in, like, amber for 20 years, and I just can't help but feel like they should be the ones to decide his fate as a group. He entombed the them in amber. Right. He it just feels wrong to make that decision myself or with just us. I can understand that. Um, I mean, they probably won't pick anything super nice, but I just, I can't, I can't. One thing you're going to have to consider, V, is if we're taking him back to the Vetterock, we're kidnapping a... Well... I don't know Well, that's fine. I'm not worried about that part. Uh Oh, okay. We just gotta figure out how to do it. I don't think we have to move him at all. Maybe there's a spell we can figure out. We can ask the black staff. We for can help order. Or o- I mean, we've opened those portal thingies before from the mountain to Waterdeep. Maybe there's a way to communicate through that. Maybe. Like a magic mirror. <laughs> I mean, um, we could always ask that. Venli to cast sending to one of them. Hmm? We can figure it out. I feel so. I wish in my brain there's so many theatrics, but I understand that's not always how things go. It oh. just feels so wrong to just stab him. Keeping, keeping, <sighs> keeping in mind that things rarely go the way we ever intend them to. In a perfect world, we mean you have always handled everything off the cuff, without any real planning, just kind of running into things. Yeah. I don't think that it's served us wrong yet. I also. Yeah. This isn't just you two, though. I understand, but... Um, This is an entire city of people. I recognize the entire world's better off without him. That's not the hard part. It's just the what to do. Because nothing feels right. Um, I don't think there's any way it's going to feel right, V. I think... No matter which path you take, it's gonna be shitty. It'd be a lot easier if I could just wanna just take all of the self. Uh, it just feels so selfish to just. You're the kill him. Why? You decide is right. Because no one else made that choice but me, and I'm not God. No, you're not God, but you are the con. Right. That's why what I, you do. You do in the best interest of your people. I want to ask them. Then we'll do that. We'll yeah. find a way. And um, 
I was planning on telling you all this later, but I did learn a new spell on top of the other spells that I have. Oh, okay. Um, remember when we went to Manchun's tower? Yes. And we stood in that circle and oh, it yeah, took sure. us somewhere else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've learned how to do that. Karina, you're a smart ass and I love it. <laughs> I just want to be included. <laughs> That's fair. So not only did I learn uh, because they had so many books, there was an archive of every teleportation sigil in in Toro. It was wild. Well, we can do that. Yeah. We'll teleport him out of the city. I actually... Uh, can as, you teleport the unwilling? what's he going to do? Can you teleport the unwilling? I'm sure if they're unconscious. Were we willing? That's doable. We were willing. Were we unwilling? I feel like some of us didn't know what was happening. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Any creature. All right. Um, but I actually uh, was going to surprise you when we got back to Waterdeep because I, I took the Black Staff's sigil in Waterdeep so we could leave as soon as we wake up tomorrow and be home in a matter of seconds. But I also found in a book tucked away um, the sigil for the Vetterock clan's village. We do have a lot of sigils. So that means that so you can go home whenever you want. Right. And all we have to do is knock them unconscious and give me a minute to cast the spell. Venley, you're amazing. I know. <laughs> so that's... Oh, by the way, I can't cast Sending anymore, so that's all on you. I will make sure to prepare it tomorrow, then. Okay, so, um, I guess... How do I... Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just try to... I, I guess I'll contact the... The, Vet- the Vetterox and let them know what, what I'm thinking and um, what they would like me to do. Maybe once we're back home, we'd have a chance to like chill out a little. Yeah, no, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. I didn't mean the second. I just, I'm trying to think ahead for once, and it's really hard. My head hurts. The, can I say something that's a little presumptuous? Sure. Always. You seem like you don't really like being con right now. It feels like you want someone to give you permission to do the hard choices. No, I don't want permission. You're asking your people instead of making the call. Because it's their right to. You just seem really nervous. I'm not a tyrant. I don't tell people how to live their life or what to do, and I don't tell people what to do, and I don't tell them who gets to live or die. I think the people who are afflicted the most should be able to make the choices of what happens to those who hurt him, them. I I think that's perfectly viable. I understand what you're saying, but there's going to come a time where you have to make the choices. that's fine. It doesn't just, mean I'm just not. Just be ready for I it. I can't have a conversation with no, people. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Just, just something you're planning for the future. Ruling That's going is to hard. be in the future. Ruling is hard, and it involves making decisions that are extremely uncomfortable and ones that you don't feel like you have any right to make. But your people haven't completely overthrown you, so that means that they trust you. I mean, if they think, if, I mean, if, if, the, if, if they want me to just, 
kill him on sight, then I'll take that into, you know, consideration and everything. But if they don't, if they want something else, like, they're so into traditions and their ceremonies and ways things are, it just... I don't want to take stuff like that away from them. I just think about worst case scenario. We show up in the city, your dad pops out and goes, ha! And then we have to fight him. Are, are you going to... I don't like believe we do actually anything. have a chance to fight him while he's in the city. He'll have too many people and too many resources. There's no way. Yeah, he's not the kind we of We would die. Kind of guy. He is. I would just worry about... We have to take him somewhere like else and isolate him. It's anything. the only thing. Um, Karina, he is a leader in the city. He yeah. is one of the nobles of Waterdeep. You don't Deep. just kill those here? No. <laughs> no. Oh, not in Waterdeep, at least. History says otherwise, but it doesn't go well. <laughs> it doesn't go well. We could kill him, and then it's our lives next. There was a whole murder spree a few years ago oh. for the nobles, yeah, like exciting. the masked ones. Basically, I just, I think I'm bringing this up because I just don't want things to go to the wayside, I guess, and I, I do believe that if we could teleport him somewhere else, anywhere else, literally just not the city, <laughs> even if surrounded about a bunch of other monsters that just want to kill him, like, that works too. Worst case scenario, I can set up the portal and someone pushes him through. I can make sure he doesn't move for a little while. Perfect. We don't even have to knock him unconscious. We just have to somehow get him through the portal. <sighs> and somehow my brother needs to get my mom away from him first. We'll handle all that once we're back in town. I know, I know, I just... You're worried. I have an idea for that. You do? Yeah. So I was thinking about how to get your brother time to discuss things with your mother where he knows your father won't be there. I think we make some very appealing bait to get him out of the house. Hmm. Oh no, not me. What, no, not you, what? My brother always used me as bait. Oh. Jeez. Oh, well, it's a little bait, I think bait's a little different in this situation. I. If he knows we're back and. I could turn into the red tiefling that I was when we robbed his house and just walk down I was the on I don't think we need to disguise ourselves at all. I think, frankly, if we just walked out and stood in front of his house for 10 minutes... He'd come out. He'd come out. We have or a bunch guard of would come out. We have to remember... They can't do anything if we're just standing in the street. Yes, they absolutely can. There's no law against it. Okay, but it's have you seen the streets over no there and how there's law. nobody loitering? <laughs> all right. I've been have you noticed that? that? My whole life. He's rich. He'll say, get rid of them, and they will. They pick him up and they put them somewhere else. I think we'd be appealing to him. Mm -hmm. Maybe walk by the house a couple times and just be like, look, if we're doing weird, creepy shit outside of a noble's house, they will stop us from doing that. Ooh, like getting clowns and juggling. That's weird, creepy stuff. Why don't we just hire a child to accurate. sell candy door to door? I'm sorry, what? Just they hire never a let him. Never let him through the gates. Mm -mm. No, how, um. how could that, no. Well, she doesn't know. We have to show her the I'm city. Sorry, you don't know. Have you ever been in a city? I've been in my mountain. Okay, so that's a no. I've been to a Triton kingdom. You're gonna love this city. Really? Yeah. What's a Triton How did you... kingdom? Oh, Is that like a new oh, oh, because you're a druid, so you could. Oh, they lived above water. Oh, they did. There, there was a whole mountain king went crazy. <laughs> they killed him, oh. and then 
the queen moved down into the city with everybody else and lived in the city among everyone. That's fascinating. And kids used to knock on my door all the time selling candy. So. That's fair. Wow. You must have not had any money. <laughs> oh, no. I spent all of it yeah. on the candy. I bought candy all the time. Wow. I wonder if the Doom Raiders have had that plan. They could make a lot of money that way in modern Selling game. candy door to door with small children? They have a bunch of children working with them. Well, the, the yeah, but oh my god, the yeah, they could like set up a little candy stand. It'd be a great information network as well because you can would be we, able to see in the house. Can we not enlist children in high crimes and misdemeanors? They're, They're already, already doing there. it. What, okay. <laughs> They're spying right my now. They're not committing crimes. My childhood aside, let's focus on. You know, oh. in some places, spying's considered treason. Which is against the law. I do know that. It's not in the list of laws for water tea. Uh, I said some places. Yeah, yeah. Can I'm we... gonna lay down. Wait. I'm just gonna lay down. Yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna. So I've been meaning to ask you all. Keep saying water deep. I... It's not deep water. I can't. Okay. There's I can't no water. Swim. There's no yeah, water. No, well, there's water, but like oh, you're not in it. Oh, thank goodness. I can only swim if I cast a spell on myself that okay. gets me a tail. Imagine. A tail. Mm -hmm. Like stone ground that's there on purpose. That's called a road. Yes. And then there's like a lot of tall buildings and stuff. She knows when roads are. We're just are, feeling man. out. She thought there was the underwater. I was explaining that it's not. It's made of stone I mean, and there's tall buildings. Deep. There's just water surrounding it's, it. It's on a coast, yeah. Okay. It's is all, is it's there okay. a way to mute this? It's a coastal town. <laughs> city. I'm laying down. I don't think Y'all so. have a good night. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to real quickly go over to V, just to say kind of quietly. I know I'm very awkward, but what I was trying to tell you was my parents were leaders, and I know how stressful it can be to know what the right thing to do is, so I just wanted you to know that I support you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, basically, I've seen a lot of people lead, and I don't want to do anything they did. <laughs> so That's a great leader. That's a good idea. Because so far, I haven't seen it go well for anyone. So, oh nor have I seen anyone be happy with it. So, that's sort of my plan. I think you're off to a good start. Thank you. And Karina's going to awkwardly scuttle down to her room. <laughs> I'm going to follow her. I think Romantian's doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't really have a leader. They just have a couple people protecting them, right? Yeah. yeah it's not right See, now. it's different. It's like a group of people mm -hmm. who all make a decision together. <laughs> like a government? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do here. You should establish a council. I feel like they already did that. Oh, okay. Remember the ceremony with the guys and the chairs? Oh, and there's yeah, that was so them. long ago, it seems. Yeah, that's a council. That was like three days ago. Huh. <laughs> Time dilation's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a council. I just happened... I'm trying to sleep! What? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep! I'm discussing what I know of politics. We'll be here all night. I just need to sleep. I was going to say it'd be a short conversation. It is. It's over now. <laughs> V never really seemed interested in politics. <laughs> no, it's that's why it's ironic I'm put in this position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High school. Uh, <laughs> I was prom queen one year. You were. Okay. <laughs> uh, Goblin, just so you know, I sent you a leak. Oh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Is it to info? 
Yep. No, it's just a big picture of a middle finger. <laughs> 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 gotcha! I just wanted to get you on stage. I sent you something of extreme importance. Dick butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're in a rare form tonight. Yeah, tonight, tonight's a real fun. Uh, We're oh, feeling the oh. effects of the City of Hope. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I want to knock on the archway for Karina's room because I don't think there are doors. No, there's no door. <laughs> I'll knock on her arch. If, if, if anything, if there is any form of uh, privacy, it would be like a uh, mist of the forest just kind of obscuring. Like uh, the cool glass door that fogs over when yeah, you lock yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and just to let everyone know, when you guys left, Gretchen mm-hmm. broke off like as you got to the terraces and you know yeah, wished you a good night. We all gave her hugs and kiss. Um, kiss <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. on the forehead, good night. It, it was it was awkward and got yeah, like, yeah. super awkward. Like, and then she takes off. Like, like do we yeah. lean in? <laughs> do I? Yeah, do we hug? <laughs> Which one of us is leaning in? But you, you watch as she like clicks her heels and then takes off faster than the cars. Nice. I love her. Spears. <laughs> Spears. Cars. cars. Yeah. I'll yeah, just okay. knock on the yeah. archway. And Karina's like, oh, yeah, sure. And you can hear a bunch of clacking of stones as she's like trying to shove stuff to the side. Come on, Jay. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you doing a ritual? Oh, no, no. It's just um, just what I do for, for the evening. And you see she has four small marble figures and one large one. Oh. And there's kind of... Another large one, but it's shoved inside the pillowcase. Is is this the marble that you were talking about from your home? Oh yeah, um, here if you want to see it. That's um, that's my sister. Uh, I have to make sure who's who. That's my sister Peggy. Uh, she's a lot like you. Oh, she is beautiful. <laughs> and it's a white marble with um, blue and purple veins through it. Oh, I love that color. Thank you. Everything inside the mountain was like that, so my family spent their whole day uh, just minding it, along with uh, their whole company. That's incredible. I um, I was wondering. Mm-hmm. I just planned on. I saw this teen child the other day when I was heading towards the magic research facility that I went to that I can't remember the name of right now because... Neveramant. Neveramant. It's mm-hmm. been a day. Thank you, Savard. Um, it's been three. Mm-hmm. Um, smart, Savard. <laughs> <laughs> and he was using a, a floating disc to skate along the rooftops. And I don't want to do that. It seems incredibly dangerous. But it's incredibly dangerous. I was wondering if you wanted to um, fly with me. Are you serious? Absolutely. I figured I was going up, and you've been here longer in the city than us, so you'll probably miss it a little bit more, but I want to take one last look and really engrave what the society is in my brain. I would love to. Thank you. Absolutely. I'll be waiting. I'm going to take off my armor. You can grab a coat. I'm sure it's cold outside. Okay, yeah. And she's just going to grab just a little uh, over tunic. Perfect. And... Finley walks out into the common room, goes over to where Harold's like half asleep, <laughs> says the command word, and all the metal cl- clamors to the ground next to his head. <sighs> We're heading out, Harold. We'll be back in a little bit. Cool. <laughs> Can't wait till you're back. Hey, Harold. Yeah. 
You still awake? What are you doing here? I thought you left. No, I'm on the mind link. Oh, come on. <laughs> yep, we're all here. Just check it if you were awake. Trying not to be, but real difficult for some reason. I'll check back in an hour. Is the, is the mind link like an open group chat that yeah. Karina's, yeah. Like, Karina's just walking very slowly? Uh, you do have to like think about sending the message out, so you can have yeah. private thoughts. You don't have to worry about anything like that. But, but, just but like... if you're talking to people, everybody hears it. Yeah. Um, and it, it only lasts an hour. So. Yeah. Um, and then I'll walk downstairs with... Karina to the street. Mm-hmm. Is it like super crowded? Remember, you are in a high rise, so like there, there's a sphere port. Yeah, you can go to oh, the roof. Perfect. If you want. Yeah, I was about to yeah. ask yeah. you: Is there a way to get up to the top of this building? Yeah, we just go over here. Oh, perfect. And then we'll make our way up. Vinley seems lithe and as graceful as ever now that she doesn't have her armor on anymore. <laughs> She's moving a little more. Uh, and she seems very relaxed as opposed to when you first saw her where she was kind of tight-lipped and like closed body. Mm-hmm. She seems very open and comfortable right now. And we'll go up to the roof. Uh, you don't go upstairs. Okay. You go up into a, a, a small room. Uh, yeah, an altitude inverter. <laughs> uh, and But you see that it's uh, an empty room. It does have on three of the walls, not the, the one that opens, but on three of the walls there is a seating area. And as you sit, hello. Oh, no, it's okay. Which floor would you like to go? Oh, the roof. No problem. And it fades back in and you just, it does not feel like anything happens. You don't feel like your gut drop or anything oh. that is, you don't feel the altitude change. And then after a second or two, it opens and you can see the rooftop. I love magic. And you're going up, there's this nice, just background harmony, just playing. That's prestidigitation. <laughs> All right, and Vinley will walk over to the very edge, like balls of her feet hanging off, heel on style to the edge of the building. And she'll turn, and it's very anime, with the stars yes. in the background, <laughs> the moon, and then just a one stream of light that beautifully lights Finley's face as she turns and says, take my hand. Mm-hmm. Except for it's not stars. Oh, yeah. It's neon city lights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's even more anime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. A good, like, 90s favorite yeah. anime. Oh, yeah, yep. that's like yep. good stuff. And Karina will take your hand and hold very tightly. And as she takes the hand, Vinley finishes casting Fly at fourth level to encompass us both. And very anime again, because Vinley's in a very good mood today, because she has a new (laughs) friend. Uh, Two wings pop out of both of our backs, and they're iridescent blue and purple that just kind of flutter. And she takes your hand and says, think happy thoughts. And... Read it in a big one. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you fly out over, and you've seen the city from the spheres, mm-hmm. but this is a different experience as you don't have that bubble of protection. There is that little bit of, I have no safety net, but you don't feel fear. It's just wonderment as you are held aloft and can move however you wish, even let go of Vinley. 
Nope. And... <laughs> <laughs> Not enough confidence. <laughs> uh, and you're flying out over this completely black city that is very elvish art nouveau in design and uh, and just these swirling architectures that break away and off and almost look like floating structures themselves all illuminated mostly by the center tower that is radiating out this uh, green and silver arcane energy that looks to be part of the wards that's connecting to the other nine towers that are part of the nine sectors. Yep, and you go up and you can really see the circle shape of the city, almost like a wheel with the nine roads that intersect and almost like a pie uh, kind of intersect the nine districts and the other various roads that perfectly symmetrical make the, up this city that is a glow in arcane blues and pinks and greens and just energy radiating from this the various homes and people on the streets and it's a sight there it is a city that seems to have like no end time like there it is basically kind of the same busyness throughout the day there are people that do things at night there are people that do things at day there's no fear of someone waiting in the shadows there's a guy selling t-shirts that say i heart romanthian you know it's the city that never sleeps (laughs) i heart ry ry yeah there we go yep oh man that's so good yeah and i think we use the whole spell's duration to fly around and i'll show you where i learned all the magic and she just looks at you and is just lit up with joy and she says you know if you told me 200 years ago i'd be friends with a druid i would have killed you (laughs) i'm glad i don't have to kill you i am too as we're like 600 feet in the air (laughs) she's holding my hand (laughs) you uh because of that singular tower in the center you can see where it starts to spread out and, but then you don't see like the, the arcane bubble yeah. just kind of fades into oh, yeah, the night it's like sky. A, like in front of Big Ben on Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. But you can see the where the bubble starts and you know you don't fly don't higher. Don't go than higher that. than that because yeah. yeah. we're not going to be able to get back in. Yeah. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, I think we just spend a really long time seeing the city, seeing the sights, and Savard's with us. He stays with Karina because he's too slow to catch up to us with our fly speed. <laughs> He'd be working double time. And Karina's just, you know, you really do remind me of my sister. And it's in a good way and in an improvement way because you're actually really lovely. And you're so kind and special. And I think maybe we should let people see that more about you. The wings, like, flicker for a second when you say that, as she's, like, contemplating what you're saying (laughs) and slightly loses concentration on the spell, and they (laughs) flicker. (laughs) Yeah. And... 
I've been working on my um, personality, I, I suppose, recently. I think, uh, thank you. Thank you is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't say maybe working on your personality so much as working on your walls. I grew up around a lot of those. <laughs> and you know, I didn't. I grew up on an island that you would have loved. And actually, I think, I haven't told everyone else this yet, but we're probably, definitely, going to have to go to my home very soon. Is that a good thing or like a V thing? <sighs> That's um, a very long story and it's a, a complicated hard... thing. Yeah, I'm excited to see the place, not the people. I can understand that more than you know. My home was so beautiful. Just imagine walking into this just surrounding of white and blue and purple, shimmering and shining, but feeling like everybody there wants you to be anywhere but there. You know, I think we have more in common than you may think. <laughs> um, look over there. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, go ahead and both of you make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> yeah. oh, You're no. about to experience a little bit of turbulence. George <laughs> Jetson goes flying. Lolo, <laughs> <laughs> do you see that? Uh, saving throw. Sixteen. A scholarly eight. <laughs> oh, scholarly oh, eight. No. Back again. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You good? I cast Featherfall. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna shield. <laughs> no, the the wings like into like glittery smoke for a second, and, and then, then you're, you're in free fall. Yeah, hold on. For, what, do, what do I got for, for this? A, for a for a moment, and then I. Uh, yeah, hold on. Where's my wait? Up, up. Where'd it go? It go go this way here. Um, and there. There's you are getting feather and, fall, just so you yeah. know. But also, oh. I believe one of your starry forms can fly. Yes, it can. So, that yeah, it you, counts as my wild shape, so it, does, it takes yeah. my second wild so shape. If you spot. didn't want to turn into an animal and actually use it, no, it's I have to when I go into starry form, it takes a wild shape spell slot. Mm -hmm. So I am going to just as I'm as I'm falling, just freak out, throw my hands out to the side, and uh, become the constellation of a dragon. Just a small one, and the wings, and just <laughs> And then Lee, like, was about to feather fall and saw that and was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a while later, she's like, oh. <laughs> and she just stops midair and then slowly descends back to the ground. And Karina's just trying to flap along. <laughs> just, it's that awkward, like, half run 
to keep up with someone. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite a walk. <laughs> but you're, you're able to meet up, and if you so wish, you can fly Vinley up back towards uh, Lucari's, or you can take a lift. Oh yeah, no, we're we're straight up Titanicking. <laughs> <laughs> Never let go, Karina. <laughs> Never let go. No, really, don't. So yeah, like you have this whole up. like constellation of a dragon carrying you about. I live. I'm the queen of the world. <laughs> I have a question about these notes. Yep. Under um, the information on Lara, uh-huh. it talks about. Uh, <laughs> You learn that a lot of the archmages that help perform the mythal to create Rymanthian, thank mm-hmm. you, stayed and poured their knowledge into the libraries. In uh, that information, one of the biggest events noted is the time of troubles. Through that knowledge, you find something written and submitted by a Damara Worstain. Mm-hmm. Is it a reasonable conclusion that she was one of the participants in the mythal? You know that the Mistmaster was in the... A part of the... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, yes. It 100%. You can make that connection. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> this is a really juicy document. Thank you. Yeah, we didn't want to just read it all. It's, it's a lot of information. It's a I can, lot. I can post it. I you are scrolling. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, there is. Can talk about it in play. That. I like to talk about it in play, yeah. That. That would be better. Yeah, that, Plot that works better. Seisha's Mind Leak is just an audio book of whatever she did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, Read by Ira Today, Glass. this is what we are reading in <laughs> Seisha's Mind. They're trying to sleep! <laughs> hey, Harold. 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 Harold! Harold! Uh, 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 pants. What? Are you awake? It's been like seven minutes. <laughs> For seven more minutes, I am. Cool. Oh, man. <laughs> That's when we walk in. So, unless anybody wants to have any other conversations, I know you. there's probably more you still haven't gotten through. Oh, no, I've read the whole document. It okay. is delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, Best DMs ever. Uh, you do have a level of exhaustion. Yes. Uh, you can easily make it back to Lucari's because a spear will just ask you where you want to go, mm-hmm. and then boom, you're there. Yep. Uh, so uh, everybody, once again, is you can hit the long rest if you say wish, <gasps> even though except you, for Stacia. Yeah. Get rest, Stacia. I will. Didn't we sleep on the Not way back? Not slay. I, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Stacia. Yeah. Uh, you did sleep on the way back, so if you wanted to do that long rest, you didn't really like burn anything uh, this last day. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So you just have a level yeah, of exhaustion. So you should be full okay, up. Okay, so with I can't take a long rest, but then put exhaustion on Correct. after it. Yeah. Correct. Because okay. that would have been the halfway point getting right. to this back to the city. Awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> yep. Um, the. I'm so excited. Next morning, as you all. Gather your things. Figure out what to do. Yeah, you see Seisha finally come in after Lucari's has offered you a pot of coffee and says if you want a scone for the road, 
You can go to the Luke's Aries, uh, but he leaves by the time Seisha walks in the door, and Seisha looks a little haggard. Hey, Seisha. You tired? Yeah. I'm not. Mm. Full night's sleep. Really great. Anyway. Harold, Harold, does your cheek hurt? Why is that? She's about to slap it. Oh, she ain't. (laughs) Not here, she ain't. I fear the shard. That's what my research was on. And you can see just (laughs) that thought of of physical violence, it it ripples a little bit more. It's cool. She's cool. A face comes up through the grass. (laughs) (laughs) Karina had enough uh, bad dreams. She just slept on a water bed in there. (laughs) That would be amazing. Just have a nightmare and you're like, ooh. Malice massages. What did you find out? A lot, um, a whole lot. I did some research on um, the Elder Eye, Sweet. and found out um, a lot about his cultists. Um, let's see, the Elder Eye is known by a number of names, um, including. Uh, should, should we say them out loud? Oh, yeah. these are titles. They're okay, not. Cool, 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 cool. They're not. He's the demon lord of oozes. Oh, Ew. that's. Um, I thought that was Jubilex. That is. Uh, it's him. Oh. He's also uh, the archfiend. Uh, we'll just go with Soul Drinker, rather than saying his full name. Okay. Um, the missing. Let's see. He was uh, often confused with um, Tharsden. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because uh, Tharsden let him gaze upon this sphere that um, uh, drove the god of conquest mad. Uh, <clears throat> Correction? Yeah, so. The sphere yeah. is meaning this universe. Oh, this sphere. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Oh, so cool. when Therizadun right. or Therizadun um, messed with the living gate, right. Ganadar saw this sphere. Right. That's right. Okay. But um, blah. Um, but they're they're two different entities. They're not the same. Right. Um, it just brought the attention to the And um, he was really celebrated by the drow. And apparently, Lolth was afraid of him. Lolth was afraid of him. Yes. Of the Elder Eye. Yes. She's afraid of many, many gods. Yeah. Um, She's really weak as far as gods go. Does that want any reaction? His cult is basically all about making sacrifices to him. Um, You're expected to bring sacrifices to the altar and um, eventually sacrifice yourself willingly. That's so one sided. Like, what do you get out of that? Also, it just makes no sense from a logistical standpoint. Eventually, you'd run out of people, and then you'd have nothing. No, I meant, like, as the person sacrificing yourself. Like, what do you get out of that? Like, oh, I'm sure so he tells dumb. them he'll give them power in that unimaginable after their oh, death. Oh, he lies to them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, uh, eternal life in Elysium or heaven or whatever they have. It's a it's a whole thing with those guys. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to cultists, you're you're, you're if you're looking for like logical, they, 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 those aren't logical. 
individual. You know, I've always heard you don't know you're in a cult until you're out of it. That Maybe we're correct. in a cult. Yeah, the cult of the BFGs. <laughs> Praise be. Praise be. Um, I did kind of walk into this rather willingly. You did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather praise we have, mono, we, have, but, yeah. we have mono green plates. Trust kinda, us, it's I a lot just, better situation. I kind of just accepted the mind conversation thing. Huh. Um, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people do. Yeah, surprisingly, I'm probably not going to anymore when it's late. Why? What's up? I learned what you know. living gates are. Yes. Those okay. are terrifying, yes, confirmed. Uh, they are sentient gates tethered between worlds that start out the size of an eyelash. But if fueled through ritual magics, they can be opened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Whose eyelashes? Because mine are pretty long and fantastic, and others are pretty short and kind of meh. I think yeah, yours are great. I've got great ones. Oh, no, don't have to do a thing with them either. They just right out there. Just look at me. He got enhancement <laughs> oil for his eyelashes. Yeah, I've, I've definitely got the whole. Oh. <laughs> I've got that going on. Oh, hair. Like butterfly wings. No one will ever doubt you. Something in your eyelash. Here, come here. I pull out an eyelash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's probably a spell component. And I just put it in my pocket. (laughs) It's okay. That's a long one. You can have it. Um, The last living gate in their records that was known to exist since the moment of creation of this sphere's universe. (laughs) And it once resided in the Astral Sea. Um, It was discovered by... I'm going to butcher this name, Amonitor? Amentor. Amentor. Is that Alpinsor's brother? No, you actually have uh, learned about Amentor when you went into the second story of the dog book. Uh, And Amentor was the precursor to Lilithander. Oh, I remember because that guy was talking about it in that one shot, right? Sure, I don't remember. I just remember where it was. I don't remember who said it. Uh, it was discovered by him, um, Agma, and Tharzadun. So the uh, the Elder Eye was able to see into this sphere through that gate before it was destroyed. Um, but they're like fleshy and organic. Oh, I hate that word. Yeah. Organic. The the illustrations were upsetting. Um, Let's see. uh, When they destroyed it, um, let me make sure I'm right about this. I'm going to highlight something. This is important. Uh, (laughs) Later on, Tharzadun returned to the gate. He's now known as the Chained God from when he returned to the gate, destroying the Vandari and stole the red shard of, tell me how to say that name. <laughs> uh, Oberiths? Oberiths from the Far Realm, which ignited the dawn of war between gods and primordials. And then after the dawn of war and imprisonment of Tharzadun, the Lord of Light and Lord of Knowledge, returned to the gate and destroyed it entirely. And they sealed off the passage to the Far Realm. Uh, the part that I'm highlighting was right before that. Um, but, that uh, Vandari is an old world that an old word. Um, it means both uh, guardian protector as as a person and a magical seal. Okay. Mm. So kind of like the living spells that we yeah, encounter. Yeah. Yeah. This. Um, and the um, one thing that <laughs> occurred to me is the. Um, 
the crystal that they used in this ritual mm -hmm. was a clear crystal. Mm. Possibly quartz-like. Uh-oh. And Are you looking at these big old eye eyelashes looking at you? Yeah. Good. Finley, in your mind, you hear thousands of voices. Must, 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 must. Close, 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 close. The gate, 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 gate. Did you say they succeeded in closing it or no? Uh, previously, it was destroyed. So yeah, they closed it. But in in you your notes. That? So there was... Uh, um, uh, but there's a new gate. Ominator, uh, Agma, and Therizidun yeah. found it. Uh, and then in order to protect this universe, the three gods worked together to create the Verndari. Right. Which was a guardian protector as a person and or a magical seal mm -hmm. made of crystal. Later, Therizadun returned, mm -hmm. breaking open the gate. Mm -hmm. And breaking the seal. And breaking oh. the crystal into yeah. pieces that maybe some hobgoblins got bewitched by? You know, crazier things have happened. <laughs> Don't worry. I will stop existing before, before oh. I allow that gate to remain open. Side note, very, mm -hmm. very interesting side note. Not really important, but interesting. Um, when Tharzadun uh, went back and... Um, uh, when he returned to the gate and destroying the Vendari, he stole the red shard of Oberitz. Oberitz? Oberitz. Oberitz. I'll let you know those are two completely different things. Yes. Different shards. Okay. From the far realm. Um, that red shard mm -hmm. was um, pure evil. Just straight up evil. No, no good aspects to it at all. And it corrupted his mind and um, destroyed his mind, basically. And uh, the abyss was created when that shard was plunged into elemental chaos and sunk into an endless void of infinite layers, now known as the realm of the demons. And after his imprisonment, the shard was stolen by Asmodeus and he created it into the ruby rod. Oh my god, these people never sleep. They really don't. Evil never... This is all Cain. <laughs> That's where they get the saying, no rest for the wicked. I suppose so. Oh my god, I'm just gonna be good and sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, do y'all remember the time when we just thought we owned a bar? When we thought? Well, we did, but that was the only thing that we were going to do. That's what we thought. Owning I... a bar is pretty cool. It was very fun. It was super weird how we got it. Yeah, we sort of showed up. I researched Lara. Oh. What'd you find? Um, I found a quote from Tamara Worsting. And uh, she said, gods are omnis... I can never say this word. Omniscient? Omniscient and omnipotent, undying beings that selflessly love all and are deserving of our worship. <laughs> Through them we are given power. Praise Agma. probably infer what that means. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was there. And um, I 
I went through all of the records that they had and the notes from her journal and made a few connections and the idea I had has merit. We have to beat the Elder Eye. We're going to. We have to. I understand, we're going to. Because when we do, I'm asking Ao to bring her back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this we're shit. We're gonna bring Hell her yeah. back. Heck yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. She was awesome. I don't know her, but you loved her a lot, so fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's Funny do it. Funny story. <laughs> um, so, you're sticking around with us. I don't really have much else to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you in on something. Or like secrets. <laughs> um, you can't discuss this with anyone outside of this group. I kind of gathered. You all were really weird about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want to do it telepathically? Ooh. Yes. Okay. Just kidding. I'm not sleeping it. anytime soon, so Are sure. you going to enjoy the telepathic chain? I love you, Harold. I love you, too. Sure. Are you going to be part of the cult? Yes. We're not a cult. We, we are now. Plates. We're a cult now. <laughs> I don't think that's a criteria for being we're a cult, Harold. We're a cult. That's exactly what a cult would say. <laughs> <laughs> And then I cast uh, Telepathic mm-hmm. Bond. Okay. Yep. All right. So, um, hello again, When I was born, mm-hmm. my mother left. Um, like, that night. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never really felt that way, but okay. Um, I found her recently. Um, actually, uh, the day we arrived here, I found her. Um, well, that's a long time. Yeah, she uh, she was the goddess Lara. I definitely know what that means. Um, the, <laughs> I'm sure to appreciate that answer. <laughs> the the lady of mists. Um, she was the uh, goddess of deception. Oh. What? And illusion. And illusion. Um, and I grew up following Agma, who is uh, her antithesis, basically, in the hierarchy. Um, okay. So I uh, have a little bit of a connection to uh, Lara and the things that concern her, but um, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with a lot of self-identity issues right now. I get it. Um, but now you're up to speed with that stuff, so. Okay. Um, the, I was cursed by a hag and had to oh. um, let her know when I found my mother, not knowing who my mother was. Uh-oh. And um, when. Well, that's real bad, isn't it? Yeah. Real bad. And when I had to make a choice between a little girl we know or my mother. I thought my mother could get away easier. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't bear seeing the little girl's mother 
if something happened to her. Yeah. So I, I chose Pixel. I chose to say Pixel, and um, the servants of the Elder Eye showed up and murdered my mother. Ah. So I had about three minutes to get to know her. Um, I really want to punch something now. <laughs> um, Did the hag know? I think so. Sure. How? Well, she's no ordinary hag. She's, that's not even psychic, because you didn't know, so it's not like she read your mind. <laughs> she read your DNA. I mean, there were signs. Your hair's red. She kind of had reddish hair, I see that. <laughs> I meant more about when I assume my divine form and it's all misty. Yeah. So. I mean, that could have been anyone. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's about this time that the ground really starts to quiver and take shape. We need to get out of this damn city. No mm. offense, you guys. Yeah. You can see that, although it is mostly prominent on Seisha, there's a little bit on everybody now. Let's 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 get in a let's get in an orb and boogie. Except for V. There's a little bit, a little ripple, but not really. Crazy. There's some. There's a little bit of there's a little animosity to her father, but towards even that someone else. Oh yeah, somebody else. Yeah. Like a level one earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You so said like, you can take us to Waterdeep? Mm-hmm. Should we go get a scone first? or Absolutely. I would like a scone. We should get the scone quickly. Yeah, we can get it to go. Or yeah. And some coffee. What do you think would happen if I punched the ground? You would die. Ooh, I that's, can that's tell you very undoubtedly that you would die. Wait. Why would she die? She punched because her the Sharn don't take kindly to being punched in the face. And she's not going to do that, guys. It's chill. Please. These are, they're kind of like my friends, sort of. Right? Yeah. It does not seem to give you the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah. We, we, it's, it's cool. Just hold on. face beginning to form. Oh, no. We should go. Can I push it? Scones another time. Just we'll like, get scones at home. We got scones in the bar. Let's get scones in the bar. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Food's better there anyway. I wonder how the menu's Biblio. changed. Biblio! Oh, that's... Let's Bibli go! And I will start leading the way out, because Harold's the only one who really I, knows how dangerous the Sharn are. Are you doing it here, or...? Here? Yeah, we, we can. No, no we can't. Have we have to, to go into the hallway. No, you yeah. have to leave. We need to get out of the city. The, you can't cast it in the city. Uh, you, the I mean, only you way have to, to be outside of the city to yep. do it. That's yep. a fair point. I forgot about that. Let's go. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? It's the Sharn. They're messing with my head. Bye. <laughs> they I don't, they the don't leave. Uh, Ripple follows you the whole way. Yeah. It's not the Sharn. It's probably the Shard. Uh, oh, it's getting me closer to my elven roots. But I thought you said it with a T. Shark. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Tonight's very strange. Digitation <laughs> will get rid of that. Anyways, you get in a sphere. Yes. You tell it to go to Neveramanth. You go, and all of you, because this is the first time you're seeing it, 
you see an unguarded, unoccupied, exact replica of the Blackstaff Tower. Uh, before you get there, as you go to leave, there is a package on, or like a little box by the door of the of uh, Lucaris's thing, uh, and it says Karina. I'll take it and be opening it as we're scuttling <laughs> the hell out of there. Um, and it is you open it up and a rock kind of falls out that looks to be not exactly but similar to the marble that you (gasps) and there's a note that says hope one day to visit deep water (laughs) but if you want to keep in touch and you can add a sending stone to your inventory. Or a phonetic stone, a phone. <laughs> okay. It makes sense. That's what I would have called it. Does it have instructions on how to use it, or will that be an awkward conversation later? <laughs> oh, no. There are yep. no instructions. Oh, fun. Yep. She's just like, okay. What's that? Um, Looks like a we'll, rock. we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. And shoving the note in her shirt. Got it. Uh, Just out of play, that's three characters who have, in the party, who have sending stones to characters outside of the party. Yep. Who else? Me, me, and Karina. Uh, Kuzima. Oh, that's right! Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I flew on a Do you want to get a sending stone for each other? I guess. Oh okay. We always hang out. Well, he already has a stone from Petunia. Maybe you should just get Gariel to I give you a rock. I'm gonna have to. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, you don't need a sending stone, though. Yeah, I do. You do? Because remember, she, she literally know. just told us that she can't cast. Oh, you literally just said that, and my brain did not. But if you've got one with your friend, that's not weird. It's okay. Well, I'm going to go see him. Let's do it. Yeah. Now that you have the package and make your way, you find yourself standing at the foot of Blackstaff Tower. Finley confidently walks up, puts her hand. And I use a spell I Hold on. No, actually. Hold on. I remembered I had a note about this. Mm-hmm. I have the password. Mm-mm. No? No, I don't. There is there is a trick, and I always pause because you always forget it. I know there's the Blackstaff Academy that opens the doors, Ava Manet. Ava Manet. Yeah, yeah, but you have to cast into it. What are you casting? I'm going to cast a chill touch into it. And that is... Can okay, cool. Yeah. Symbol of the uh, gray hands, or force gray mm-hmm. forms on the back of your hand, and it opens. You know, that reaction has me thinking that I still don't know how this door works. No, you always spend a spell slot, and oh, okay. all you need is to spend a spell. I can't trip. I can't trip, yeah. Okay, good. So, you all walk in, and expecting to see that gruff elven guy that always held up a wand towards any of you that walked in, it's not there. 
It's just an empty room. Cool. Uh, it's cool, right? It's empty. It's it, really empty. It wasn't empty the last time I was here. Dope. All of the black staffs were here. It was oh, very isn't, nice. Isn't All that of them? weird? No. Yes. Isn't it weird if there were a bunch of people here last time and now nobody's here? No. They were uh, spectral manifestations, I believe. Huh. And one walks into the room and you see um, the second black staff as this woman in ethereal form walks through more so floating and just simply says, we are ghosts, we are dead. We are tied to the Blackstock Tower. Do you like it here? I am able to continue my duties and make sure that the Blackstaffs that follow us are able to do theirs, so yes. Nice. Okay, okay. Cool. Swish, sure. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <gasps> Who now with what? <laughs> Wait, just Sasha? Uh, 21. Does Sasha want to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Think. Wait, wisdom. Yeah, twenty-one. Okay. Oh, I don't like that they're not going to tell you what. Happens. Yeah. No, they've done this once before too. Like oh. I don't know why I'm making wisdom saving throws now. Rut row. I have a feeling. Mm. But yes, this. Um, um, excuse me. What? Where should I utilize the teleportation circle? In the teleportation room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You've used it before in the old. Okay, so I know where it yeah. is. Okay, cool. It, this place <laughs> is not laid out any differently. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was about to say that's a wonderfully <laughs> obtuse answer. Yeah. <laughs> like where's where's the bathroom? It's in the bathroom. <laughs> it was lovely meeting you and everyone else. I. Um, and you. Kind of see the, the drow, mm. Kirani, and I just go. Oh, it was lovely, meeting and talking to you again. Roger has said some things about you. I'm just kind of <sighs> gives you a wink. Uh, there's this like split second of like in the mind link, just, just a perfectly cut screen, <laughs> as her brain tries to comprehend the emotion she's feeling of this person winking at her and like all of the deep complex interconnections that that means. <laughs> oh, um, thank you. We're going to go home now and see Vajra. And she just turns and walks away. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank, thank good meeting you. And, uh, great job being the, uh, thank you. black staff shower. Great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, go on after her. I'm going to follow her. <laughs> I don't know what you are, but you seem cool. <laughs> Just follow we are the Black Staff. Uh huh. <laughs> Protectors of Waterdeep. Uh huh. And beyond. Uh huh. Very, very, very powerful magic wielders. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of learning that's everybody. <gasps> These are like the cream of the crop. Okay. You'll see when we get to Waterdeep and meet Vajra, I'm sure uh, she'll meet us. And um, uh, Kiriani will actually 
wander with you, which is the, the drow playful one, uh, and leads you to uh, the teleportation room, which is just walk in. As we're walking, Finley pulls out like three pages that have been written on and then a page that's half written on. And as she's walking, she's like writing notes down about what happened on this adventure because she completely forgot to finish the report. So she's like... That reminds me. Mm -hmm. uh, Seisha has not given you her journal since uh, meeting her mother. Okay. So there have been you haven't copied anything from the journal since then. Okay. And uh, I'm checking with Seisha to make sure I steer clear of areas that specifically would be endangering for us. <laughs> okay. Um, something that you all notice if you choose to recognize, you see Kelvin. At least you think it was Kelvin at first. But you remember Kelvin being, one, alive, and two, having black hair. You see a man that has silvery white hair that looks is a spitting image of Kelvin. It's just his son, right? <laughs> one of. One of, yeah. But yeah, just kind of working away, you know, contemplating arcane magic still beyond the ethereal plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and after I finish that last little bit of the report, I put it in my bag and then proceed telepathically to tell Karina the love story of Bajra and uh, her now dead husband. Not Bajra. Oh. Which one was it? Laurel Silverhand. That's the No, 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 no. The other black stuff that was connected to Bajra. What was their relationship? Ah, got it. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, that was Samark. Yeah. Samark. Got it. The I see what you're one saying. that yeah. said very nicely goodbye to me. Yes. And so Samar and Vajra, and she goes into the full love story because she's read it eight times now. <laughs> but Korea's eating it up. <laughs> eventually, you find yourselves in a stone stacked room. And. Okay. You ready? Just the grossest pops you have ever heard <laughs> from her spindly elven body <laughs> happens. She goes, okay. Should stretch more. And Seisha, <laughs> as Finley starts to do this, you feel a voice creep into the back of your mind. Seisha Valisbard. There is much knowledge in this city. We have barely begun to scratch the surface. There's much knowledge in this world, and we've barely begun to scratch the surface. We have consumed all knowledge in Waterdeep. We must stay. We're not staying in Waterdeep. Then it is my time to leave. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. At disadvantage. 24. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Suck it, stone. <laughs> You're a rock. <laughs> Get rocked, rock. Um, yes. Start casting? Yes. Okay. I, sorry, there's a lot of blood for this. <laughs> Both like, arms. What the hell is that? I, I, my magic uses my own life force to fuel it. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Thank you. Thank you, Karina. And then as she says that, her arms slit, and she uses the blood that comes out to draw the sigils onto the ground and says, ready? And <laughs> what imagine as you, right it's a minute casting time, right? Mm -hmm. So 10 rounds? Oh yeah. Great. 
Fisher. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh no. Make ten wisdom. You are in a skill challenge. Okay. As the Stone of Golor does not want to leave. Sure. Wants to stay in this. Sure. City. Sure. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh my god. This rock's a punk. My rock's is super nice. <laughs> 22. Beat him up. <laughs> my rock could right. kick your and rock's ass. It is. Oh, Karina's so. like, oh, that's what I said growing up. Yeah. Uh, it is continuing to just put on this. There is so much knowledge here that we must seek out. It is lost. Can we, we hear are... the stone in no. this moment? Because we're all linked. No. Oh, damn. Oh. We are on pursuit of something that is relatively unknown within this world. Something that is from before time itself. Staying here would be a waste of time. I've already explored the extent of the knowledge on this topic. Do we see her having this conversation or no? It is, I mean. Like, the weird we telepathic facial. Like, roll an insight check. Yeah, sure. Still only you make a wisdom saving throw. It has only been 12 seconds, but. 24. 24? Um, 25. Okay. Jeez. Oh, okay. I have a plus 10. <laughs> Good Jiminy. Lord. I, um, one of those was a natural 20, by the way. <laughs> um, Harold. Yep. Uh, could be getting ascending. Some, something's talking to her in her head. Yeah, but yeah. strange, because I can't hear it. Well, that, that's why I'm saying it could be ascending. That's fair. Yeah. You, uh, you feeling okay with that? You, like, you look like you are like talking to somebody, and I'm and I'm seeing this all in my head, because I don't want the black staffs aware mm-hmm. that there could be something wrong while we're in the teleportation circle. <laughs> hey, chill. You good? Just thinking about the stuff I learned. Okay. That's... Roll deception. I yeah. Yeah. You're talking to the lioness man in Waterdeep. Uh, <laughs> the lioness. So, uh, 24? 24, my okay. insight. Oh, yeah, no, she's lying. <laughs> I can't beat that. <laughs> yeah? Who are you have a conversation with? You make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, 20. Okay. Through extreme deliberation of back and forth, weighing the con- the pros and the cons, you are able to exert your will over the stone. Mm. Oh, wow. Keen mind! <laughs> Congratulations. Give me protection. You beat a rock in a mind battle. <laughs> Yay! I'm smarter than the rock! <laughs> but that being said, it uh, definitely looks like her, you know, she's still having that conversation as Harold blatantly asks you who you're talking to. Okay. All right. Stone of Golar. Yeah, you didn't have to say it, but I know, because uh, when you gave me that look, it's clear. Uh, do you want some protection? No, we've come to an understanding. That bodes so well. Ominous. She's still drawing. You see um, Tassara walk in and just goes, 
You know, it's permanent, right? You don't have to draw the circle. Is that blood? Finish. Let's go! <laughs> I, so. I just want Karina, like, right before y'all zoop out, to be like, wait, what's gonna happen? <laughs> so, uh, after saying that, um, the former Blackstaff fades out of the room as your blood fills the crevice of the permanent teleportation circle <laughs> that is in mark. this room because it is the teleportation room <laughs> yeah. uh, is fully closed off and then from the blood glows this bright blue light it almost creates a pillar around everyone just coming up through the sigil and you have, uh, those that have teleported before know what it feels like. <laughs> Karina, there's, it's <laughs> like... Do I need to make some kind of like... No, no, no. Okay. It's just like um, the first drop of a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I will say make a concert. Yeah, I was <laughs> about to say. Yep. As um, I'm finishing up, I just reach into my bag for a little <laughs> tiny bag, and I just open it as we're beginning to teleport to get ready for Harold to throw it. Because Harold's pretty used to it at this point. Oh no, but Karina... There it is. <laughs> Uh, that, it's gonna be a mighty six. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, it, uh, <laughs> as pops straight out. <laughs> this pillar of light fades away, burning away the blood used in the teleportation circle ritual. <laughs> and as the your eyes again become adjusted, you're in the same room. Exact same room. <laughs> Nothing's changed. And then Karina. I whip my uh, hand. <laughs> you you oh. might get a little sad. Uh, you hold it to Harold. You, but here uh, if you need it. What is this? It's a bag for your vomit. Oh, okay. You don't have to clean it. I got that. Oh. Just, <laughs> but you all haven't moved. Okay. Did it work? Because. We were in an exact copy of the tower. Let me. Well, I, that's I why I'm check. asking if it worked. Um, Tassara, are you still here? Are you still mad about the blood? There's no reply. I think it worked. Sweet. Way to go. That's awesome. <laughs> I cast Cinder. Okay. Okay. To Vajra. Okay. Hey, it's Finley. Just wanted to give you a heads up. We're about to teleport him to the Blackstaff. I'm sure you already know that because we were with the Blackstaffs. Just a heads up. <laughs> and it cuts there. And then you get a reply. Just about to? Or have you already arrived? Believe me, I know Time dilation is crazy, Vajra. <laughs> this isn't a two-way conversation. <laughs> so me, I just, just say it to a wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, since you've returned, uh, if you don't mind meeting me in my office. Is someone new? Why didn't I warn her about Karina? <laughs> Did you say that out loud? In her mind. Oh, so you all heard it. Yeah, so everybody like, still hears it. She's like... It's not like a threatening thing. I no, just forgot to warn Vaja that someone... That the man we were traveling with has gotten shorter and become a woman. <laughs> Change I race. don't think Bill would appreciate that. I don't care. Well, let's, let's go talk to her and we'll explain everything. Yeah, yeah. There's a door. It's a set of stairs leading up. Um, yeah, but as you're walking up the stairs of this tower, you see that it's vastly different as there are a multitude. Hmm? This staircase goes right to that door. Okay, sure. Yep. 
uh, Vinley's yeah. getting mm-hmm. all of her papers yeah. together, and I'm sure I have. Oh wait, no, I got rid of that. Cool. Never mind. I thought I still had some hero dust to give her. We but have we the shard. It. We have the shard of amber you can give her. Yes. Do we have to give favor? No, I work for this woman. Oh. So I'm just giving her a rundown on everything that happened in the last certain amount of time that I'm sure everyone but us knows. Two months. Ten days? Two months? Mm -hmm. Eight, ten days. Mm -hmm. Oh, perfect. She scratches something out on the report and then puts (laughs) two or eight tender. As you walk up the staircase, you all are familiar with it, but Karina, you get the feeling of being watched. Oh, fun, yet again. This tower tends to be a little creepy. I assume that thought was about the watching thing. I had the thought a lot. I just feel like I went from one Romanthian to another. This city doesn't study you the way Romanthian does. Or does it? This tower She touches the wall as she walks up the (laughs) stairs and is like, Are you here, Sean? There's no ripple, no nothing. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Anybody who watches you long enough studies you. Like I said, this tower probably does, but the rest of the city. And it, it's a little, to me it feels good. It means that someone's watching my back when I'm here. And typically that person is Fajra. She points at the door. <laughs> you come to a massive wooden door. Uh, got metal branding um, or barring on it. Barring, branding, branding. Both. But iron banded. That. That are branded. Branded banded bars? Yes, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over wood. We, Over wood. We definitely misnamed our bar. We could have called it branded banded bars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we could have had a franchise. Damn it, Harold. The triple B. The triple B. I maybe maybe we'll think like another franchise. Spirits and spirits. Oh, of course. That's true. just me. I mean, we had a haunted bar. Oh, yeah, our bar it's is still. haunted. In this way. And as I let the door open. <laughs> Yes, I'm very well I'm familiar with the spirits of Troll Skull. I bow. And curtsy a little bit. And you Serena see... Really is trying to bow as well, <laughs> but she's too close to the floor. And you see this fairly young, dark-skinned woman with um, a curled hair and just not very fancy, like you would expect someone that runs the Blackstaff Tower or as part of the Blackstaff to be like an archmage's uh, you know cloaks and stuff like that no has like a tan jacket some uh, you know over you know woven uh, vestments and things like that but carries this very tall black crooked crooked staff and looks at you and goes I am Vajra Safar you can call me the Blackstaff it's a pleasure to meet you. Acquaintance, you are? Oh, um, hi. I'm Karina Larova. I, the rest of my title doesn't make any sense for you. Um, hi. Do you have a title? Technically. Oh. I'm third, third daughter of the Larova Mountains. That's pretty. I like that. Please mm. step inside my office. Oh, gladly. 
Can I just say it's great to see you again? Oh, yes, it is a pleasure to meet all of, or see all of you again. Um, hopefully you have some good information. Yeah, we do. Um, a lot of, we, we, did, we did a lot. Um, As adventurers do. Yeah, yeah, you know better than most. Um, and I'm sure Benley's like, it's all in my report, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Karina is uh, a close friend of ours that we that we recently met, and uh, I, I'm, we're very, very happy to have her here. She's never been to Waterdeep before, so I, I'm planning, once we're done here, to kind of show her around the city and let her see the sights. Uh, as you enter this uh, room, it's like a... Um, Man, what is that? Like uh, a smoking lounge, except it's more set up like an office. There are books. Okay. There is a hearth that has a soft glowing fire that kind of illuminates the room uh, fully. Uh, and on the table, you can see this large, dark wooden table that has the map of the city kind of etched into it. Um, and she gestures you in. Please have a seat at the table. If there's anything you need, uh, looks like Vinley is searching for her notes. Yeah. Uh, but if you could just catch me up to speed. Sure. Um, that's kind of your area we, of expertise. We journeyed into um, the mountains and came across the Vetorok people. They had been imprisoned in the amber that was the remains of the amber king. The cephalon material. Yes. Um, we brought a chunk of it back for you to study, if you would like to. Uh, uh, an actual chunk instead of just dust. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real stuff. Um, Venley has that. She's digging it out of the portable hole. Yeah. Um, we were um, also tasked to go find the Mistmaster. I am aware. Did you find what Laura was searching for? We found good information. Um, I will let her know so that you can be scheduled to have a meeting with her. I think it is better if it comes from your mouths instead of, you know, a, a middleman. Sure. Venley um, made Mage. very, very good notes. Um, I did. Um, covering a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> it takes a... a <laughs> You're not kidding. You did a lot. So, yeah. so much. She's just been doing an excellent job of keeping track of it all. Now, is this a full account of everything that you did, or is this specifically pertaining to the problems dealing in Waterdeep and possibly Faerun, possibly Tor? A little of everything. Anything I thought that was important, I put it in there. Starts thumbing through it. I guess everything was important. I mean, it's better to context. Be, it's better to be thorough than to have missing information. So, um, thank you for that. Of course. Is there anything else? Um, I take the shard of the amber mm -hmm. and uh, say we recovered this in you case. Explained while you were yeah. looking oh, okay, through good, notes. Good, good. Yep. <laughs> uh, but takes it uh, with a gloved hand. Um, I should have done that. That was very smart. I'm always learning. She what, kind Steph? of wipes her hands off. I am so sorry to ask this in this particular moment with all of us just back here. Do you have a bathroom up here? 
Really? Actually, it's right over. And uh, the, the black staff will uh, <laughs> take the staff. This is amazing. It knocks it on and uh, they he have wet walks wipes. out. Man, oh, I was work. gonna ask. <laughs> Didn't you guys go before we left? I forgot. Oh. But I didn't have to go then. Oh, I'm gonna turn this city around. You know, actually, it's better for your bladder to save it up because it lowers your thresholds of when you feel that you have to use the bathroom. It actually weakens your bladder to go more frequently. Yes. Like, no drinking, no oh. holding like, it. This like, is no, no. He was right. This is neither the time nor the place. Welcome to D four. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And everyone. Finley, so you mean like when you drink here. a lot, and then like when you pee, all of a sudden I have to pee like every twenty minutes. Is this pertinent? It's just something we do. Mm. It's it's been a while. Forgive our uh, look. Lack if, of decorum. If we don't I, talk I about stuff like this, then all we talk about is serious, scary, <coughs> upsetting stuff. That's true. I remember being an adventurer. I am sorry I do not have the luxury of such uh, frivolous conversations anymore. Have we brought you up to speed on the issues with the Elder Eye? How is the bathroom? It's a wildly clean bathroom, right, Harold? <laughs> it's a really good bathroom? That's the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen. Can I go see it? <laughs> yes, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we drank too much water, folks. I understand. Meta um, in play, I love it. 13 minutes, you couldn't <laughs> wait 13 minutes. I really could not wait 13 minutes. <laughs> but anyways, if we're, I'm sure it is in a report, I'll read it. Of course. Senior Gray, if you could stay behind. Of course. Of course. Yes. The um, rest of you are. Always a pleasure, Blackstaff. I'm happy to help. Would you like to go home quickly or would you like to walk the streets? Mm, I would like to walk the streets. I think we're gonna walk the streets. So much to show her. No problem. I think V would like to go home quickly to the bathroom in okay. our bar. <laughs> and as you all leave, Senior Grey Galanoda, I must ask that you turn in your grey hand medallion. Okay. Um. Okay. Is she in trouble? <laughs> she takes it. You have proven yourself in the city that you live to protect those around you, even despite great threats and adversity. Only a select few make it this far. It is my honor and privilege to anoint you welcome to the fold of Force Gray. <laughs> Thank you, Sabar. You are now part of You're now part of Waterdeep's elite adventurer sworn to protect whenever she calls. Thank you. And she bows again very lowly. With this title and this new badge, and hands you a shield badge with the crescent moon under an open palm facing outward. Nope, not those. Nope, uh, there. So same symbol that's on that one, but mm -hmm. it is it is a shield shape. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You are a gray hand now. Or you are a force gray now. And with that comes a responsibility to protecting the city. 
It also grants you some privileges in upholding your duty. This badge will allow you to use your... Wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, they, they, they've gone. already gone downstairs. They've chosen to walk home. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well still, I think Harold is overreacting about the cleanliness of that bathroom. And then <laughs> there's a flash of light. <laughs> and and then... you're in Charles <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> but... Sorry, what were you saying? This badge will allow you to use your particular magics. You can use your undead within the city without, with impunity. All of them? Any of them? Any of them. No matter how, what they look like? No matter what they look like. However, I expect you to only use this when it's necessary. I advise you to not let them wander and do not cause chaos in no, my city. No, of course not. Why would I do that? It will cause panic. Of course. And probably ire from temples. Wouldn't be the first, but I completely understand. I will only use them sparingly. But if you are approached by a magistrate, a watch, a guard, or even a temple member themselves, show them this badge. If you ever lose it, it will return to you magically. It is bonded to you. But try to be diligent in making sure you don't lose it. Just for transparency. Does it keep track of the number of times I lose it? <laughs> yes. Just, okay. <laughs> Wait, use it or lose it? Lose it. <laughs> it knows every time you neglect it, you're it's not so you're sad. <laughs> you're back at Troll Skull. Oh, but, shit. I forgot. It... I'm not there. Damn it. Can I attach it to my armor? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put it on my... Oh, yeah. yeah. People yeah. already believe I'm incompetent. I don't want them to be wrong about you two. Oh, people believe I'm incompetent t just any time, but... Then prove them wrong. <sighs> Fast Always. or slow? Uh, slow. I actually want to see a few people before I leave the tower. Good. Taps the staff. There's a flash of blue light and uh, you are in the Grand Hall. Oh, that's so cool. It's uh, just so cool. And Karina, as you're walking down and out of the tower, mm -hmm. it is m the same in design as the one that you entered through in Rymanthian, but it is bustling. There are students of all ages, from kids to adults, um, it is very much uh, just you see all manner of the different schools of magic being pr practiced in classrooms and, and other things as you traverse down and out past a very stern looking elf with two wands who just looks kind of down his nose at you all as you just walk out past uh, through the um, a cafeteria area where the, the great hall. Thank you, the great hall. Can BB with us just for peace? Yes. Okay, that's <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh, so it was he, more. It was more like V didn't want to walk through the city, which is why. That's fair. <laughs> but if he wants to walk, then absolutely V can be with y'all. Um, as you all make your way down and out. Uh, yeah, we'll say that V uh, 
pops into place just outside of Blackstaff. So you walk out of the, the tower and then leaves there. How about that bathroom, huh? Yeah, it was great, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of... One of a kind. Uh, Insight. <laughs> I was about to say, I was glad someone said it. Uh, let's see, that's a 25, I believe. It was yes, okay. 25. It was just not that great. <laughs> she doesn't think it was that great, Harold. Why would you tell him that? <laughs> and as you walk outside, you stay within. because You don't even have a vote of big truth anymore. And it's about that time that V, you get a voice in your head. Hello? <laughs> Sorry. And I don't know why I answered it like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny head. because it's your phone that's ringing because uh, oh. it's from Renair. Oh, and shit. Oh, oh, yes, the thing. What's up? Uh, Sorry. No. It cackles. No, I know, right? Uh, he goes, um, hey, just letting you know I should be back in Waterdeep soon. I have a lot to tell you and talk about. It's been a trip. There is much to discuss. I'm not oh. sure where you are, but I'll be back home soon. Okay. Um, you can and reply. then I'll reply. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, I am in Water Deep. Okay. I will see you soon. All right. And Karina, as you look upon a very different city, probably more what you're akin to a little yeah. bit. Uh, it is a very a little fa- more comfortable. Yeah. It is a very stylized fantasy city, but looks like it is modern for its age. Yeah, almost like a Victorian city in a Dark Ages world. Okay. I think it's the best way to, to describe it. Welcome to the City of Splendors. Um, well, it's not very name. clean. Well, some that parts of it are. <laughs> It's not, as, it's not as clean as Romanthian, but it's it's clean. It's city. the cleanest city. <laughs> Parts of it are clean, and then there's the dock ward, and, and then are, there's the dock ward. Take See, a look around, though. Look at the big look at the big statues. What and is the um, look at the big statues. people array around here of monster races to human esque races? It is a lot more human uh, than what you're used to. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot more than she's ever seen. Uh, but there is a myriad of uh, just about every race, except okay. for there's not like any Aarakocra. Yeah, it's predominantly human, but there are dwarves, elves, halflings, half elves, gnomes, half orcs. Like kind of, it is a smattering. The like, like in in the percentile, there is there is just about every race here, but that's like the like one percent mm-hmm. of the hundred percent out there, but. Majority of that is humans. Okay, so she is still nervous. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and as Harold points out, you can see um, in the city are these massive, towering titan statues that look to be either carved from granite or marble or something. And it seems that uh, people have built buildings and homes kind of like around them. And one that he's kind of part pointing to in particular, because I believe it's nearby. These are the two, the three that are nearby. Four. Yeah, that one. Is reaching up into the sky is this figure, this male figure, and floating above it, strangely, is this cement orb. As uh, Harold points out, the god catcher. And it is, I mean, and they are hundreds of feet tall. They look like they're made of marble? 
or granite, or they're definitely made of stone. I want to, I want to judge it. Yeah. <laughs> Do a rock check. <laughs> uh, investigation. These are called. Uh, it, this would be a um, intelligence check, but you would use your proficiency. Yep, it'd be intelligence plus proficiency. And don't dwarves have stones cunning? That's, that's with advantage. Is on it, is it with advantage? It might be. Sorry, I played a dwarf once. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I don't remember what I'll get. These are called, what are they called again out of play? The statues? The walking statues. That's it, the walking statues. But they don't go anywhere. <laughs> They're always walking. Zero out of ten, no walking. Yeah. <laughs> Would not recommend. False advertising. Uh, you can take it with advantage, it's fine. Okay. Oh, stone Some cutting. Whenever you make an intelligence check related to the origin of stonework, you're proficient in the history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check. So, okay. Okay. so your expertise in, yeah. in, in history. In, in so history, history versus stonework. Yeah. So make a history check. And I double my proficiency bonus. Yes. Correct. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That's natural one. Plus, total plus four. <laughs> so it's a five. Uh, so your be, your proficiencies should be four. So eight, so it'd be a nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all, uh, yeah, so eight, so nine. Do you have What's, plus zero to your history? history. Uh, yeah, oh, no, two. so plus two. So, so 11. 11. So 11. Okay. Um, it's very well made. It, in Boy, fact, it's <laughs> perfectly made. There's okay. no chisel marks. There's, there's mm. no sign of any construction. The walking statues are said to be these like protectors of the city. They don't actually do a whole lot of walking though, but I promise you, they're the coolest thing about the city. You can see them for miles. Well, yeah, that fucking craftsmanship. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I, I guess you probably know these better are, than I do. These are stunning. What? What did you say this one was called? Godcatcher. This is the Godcatcher. One of my favorites. Catches God. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I just want to go ahead and say this is actually one of like the, the most normal things about the city. <laughs> this is normal? Oh yeah, really normal. Everybody knows them. I, I don't mean, think you know how cool this is. No, I definitely know how cool this is. And the stories surrounding these are unbelievable. Oh no, I mean the craftsmanship. Oh, well yeah, I definitely don't know that. <laughs> and as Harold, as you're walking through the streets, you can see um, there's the sleeping lady that's uh, going up the hill towards... Uh, uh, Mount Waterdeep behind you. Um, and I will tell you all of this. Yeah. What, like their names and stuff. There's the drunkard. These are the, the three that you pass by okay, on your so way. What do we have? Godcatcher, Sleeping Lady, and Drunkard? Yep. And the drunkard looks like he's kind of like sitting with cr his legs crossed, and there is a tavern built into his lap. Oh, that's awesome. Why have we never gone there? I'm just. Kind of keeping a casual eye out for anybody that's like clocking us that looks like they're. Make a perception check. Alright. Oh, that's a good idea. We're not in Rymanthion anymore. Uh, perception. Sixteen. There are people that notice you. Yeah. But you don't notice anybody. Well, yeah, we're a little noticeable. Yeah, big freaking steaming eye. I mean, you're noticeable as adventurers, but. You don't stand out as much as you did in Rymanthian. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you do have the eye thing. Yeah. You do have an eight-foot Goliath. 
It's like when you see cosplayers during a con, but not at the con. Yeah. yeah. Like, just at Ooh. the Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. They're at the Zaxby's yeah. just waiting in line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Is that Sephiroth? As <laughs> Vinley stays behind in the Blackstaff Tower, the rest of you make your way back home to the tavern. Spirits of Trollskull. That's where we're gonna take a break. Oh my god! Yeah, we're home. Wait for this we're home, yeah. y'all. It's only been a year out of play. Yep. Holy <laughs> cow! Finally made it back to Waterdeep. Um, oh but if you have not done so already, please enter hashtag Beyond, hashtag Eldritch, and exclamation point Goblin in order to enter our three giveaways today. Yeah, these things. Not this. Not this Exclamation point. Yeah. Exclamation. It's a thing. Yeah. It's exclamation point. Yeah. Not hashtag goblin. It's exclamation point goblin. But we'll be back in a few. I am Theo, welcome to the Gallant Goblin and our Cobalt Plush Kickstarter. We have been working on these little guys for over a year and now it is up to you if they will come into the world. We love role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and we have a special place in our hearts for plushies. So we designed these little dragons to bring a little adventuring fun and a little more love into your lives. There are six different Cobalts and you get to decide which ones we make, hopefully all six. If we reach our $4,000 funding goal, we'll be able to offer our original red cobalt wizard here. We call him Rory, but you can obviously rename him on your adoption paperwork. If we reach our first stretch goal at $8,000, we're going to redesign him a bit so that his cape, fire spell, and wand are all swappable using Velcro like our other cobalt designs. At that point, our original design here probably won't go back into production, so these guys will become limited edition. We'll make just enough of them to fill the orders for this Kickstarter, and then that's probably it. All the future red cobalts will have those swappable parts. So if you want one of these original ones, be sure to add an extra plushie to your order. And a quick note here, you'll select exactly which cobalts you want using backer kit after this Kickstarter has concluded. Right now, you just have to decide how many you want. Now, at every $8,000 that's pledged after that, we'll be able to unlock another Cobalt plushie. And you get to vote on which ones unlock at each tier. So let me introduce you to your options. Do keep in mind that the current designs here may change a little bit, so if you have suggestions, please let us know in the comments. These are our near final prototypes. This is Buckles, our blue, brave, and bold cobalt fighter. She has a swappable little sword and shield, which has a little strap on the back. You can also remove her wristbands and her belt and move them around to other plushies if you want to. Her little booties are permanently attached though. This is Shep, the green cobalt rogue with his very best friend in the world, Pickles the Hedgehog. He has a little swappable basket for pickles, a removable leather vest, a swappable belt, and a little crossbow that he keeps on his back for when things get a little hairy. And this is Flick, the intrepid orange cobalt ranger. He has a removable faux fur cloak and a gator which you can slide up or down or remove altogether. He also has a bow and a removable quiver on his back with three cute little arrows in it. Next, we have Coda, the super cute and sweet purple cobalt bard. While the laurel on her head is permanently attached, she has a removable little scarf and lyre. And finally, we have Yuki, the mysterious yellow cobalt warlock. She has a removable cloak and a separate cowl that can also be removed. And she has an arcane tome full of ancient secrets and a powerful dragon staff. 
We also have cute little collectible pins for each of them and the Gallant Goblin gold coin that we use for inspiration and hero points during our actual play shows. These are solid heavy coins that will definitely make an impression with your players. If we reach all our funding goals and unlock all six plushies, we want to know from you what you'd like to see if we can produce further stretch goals without compromising our planned release dates. So let us know in the comments section what other accessories you'd like to see, or maybe even what other Cobalt plushies you'd like to have in the future. Thank you though for visiting our Kickstarter page here. We hope you can adopt our little Cobalt tribe into your home and give them the love that they deserve. Please let us know if you have any questions. If you're new to Kickstarter, I know it can all be a little overwhelming. We're here to help. And you can always find me over at The Gallant Goblin on YouTube or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. For now, be safe, have fun, love each other, and I will see you next time at The Gallant Goblin. Oh man, we're coming up on my favorite part. Uh, give me a second and I'll get you a drink so you can listen to the rest. And we're back. The BFGs were in Rymanthia, kind of getting to know Karina a little bit more, as Karina was getting to know them a little bit more. Uh, Vinley and Karina went out, flew amongst the, the city, as Seisha spent the entire night researching. Yep. Uh, Karina got a sending stone from where apparently my phone's on. Sorry about that, guys. That's the sound uh, the sending stone. Yeah, the makes. sending stones. You just gotta sit. Oh God, what is happening? Oh, it's that Siri again. Anyways, so got a, a sending stone from Gretchen, uh, so, so that they can communicate uh, between cities. And um, buh, 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 yeah, and then, and then left. And yeah, Seisha got, got a lot of information. That, so much information. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and then left Romanthian and found themselves back in Waterdeep in the Blackstaff Tower where Vindley, a senior uh, Greyhand, turned over a uh, large pamphlet of things that the BFGs have been doing while after they left Waterdeep and after the other BFGs excused themselves out of the room in various ways, uh, was promoted to a full Force Grey member. Which she has already been declaring all over the Sword Coast. Because I forgot that I was just a Grey Hand still. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. But we pick up with the rest of the party. Walking the streets of Waterdeep, Showing off the city to Karina for the first time. Uh, are you gonna walk the entire way up, or are you gonna take a carriage? You're um, not far away. I'll walk it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ride Bernie. Far. From where Blackstaff is to their home. Yeah. It's a haul. Is it? Mm-hmm. I know yeah. it's been a while, but <laughs> Blackstaff no? is no? here. Yeah, and they're right there. And they're up here. Yeah, it's like right there, there, right there. <laughs> Let's just take a carriage. Why don't we take a carriage? We can point out the things in the carriage. Sure. I'm going. Cool. Like, well, like you can point out the things in the carriage. Buses. I'm going to ride Bernie. Uh, sure. Uh, I'll fly down a carriage. They have those in Waterdeep. They do. Uh, I'm going to ask them if my uh, free ride applies to Karina as well. Oh. oh, yeah, we have those cool medallions. I don't think I'm pretty true. sure it was us and Here, our passengers. I'll, you know what? I'll just perf I'll do a persuasion check if they want. Do a persuasion check. Uh, 19. Hey, listen, uh, 
hey, I really appreciate you pulling over. My friend here, uh, she's new in town. I kind of want to show her around. I'm going to show them the little, I think it's a, a necklace, right? Or something like that. I'm sure I made mine into one. Uh, yeah, or is it, it just they it recognize a, me? Uh, I mean, you've gone, been gone for two months, so yeah. you haven't really been. Yeah. Uh, it is a, either it was either a scroll or a medallion that I think it was a medallion. Uh, your Mr. T level of necklace. yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> he pulls one out and he's like, I, I didn't know if it applied to her. She's sort of new in town. Give me a persuasion to... check. A 19. Okay. Oh, 19. Yes, uh, it does. I again. Let me see. Let me see. I'll tip you pretty well. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and I will slip him. Just, just like like like. Before he lets it go, pulls it again. Oh, pulls you just a bit. Kind oh. of just looks at it. It's nice, right? Wow. Must be pretty, pretty important, don't it? Occasionally, you know. And uh, <laughs> I will slip him a gold as a tip. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Yep, absolutely can ride <laughs> for free." As he puts the gold you just gave him. <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, trying to trying to get in good with the carriage people. This is probably a smart idea for. You know, a guy in my position. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I will we'll ride, and I will point out everything I see. What are some landmarks I go by that I know? Do y'all, can y'all, I don't want to make y'all do that while y'all are... Uh, another, one of the, the, another one of the statues that you see um, is called the Sahagwin Humboldt, and it looks like a massive Ooh. Sahagwin statue, and that's very... And it's not the sleeping lady, it was the lady dreaming. Uh, as you pass those, you pass the market, which is the... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to take her by and... Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I'll oh, tell the guy in that where, or is he? They have a statue of this a Sahagwin. Where are you? No, no, no. I'm. Is Monty here or is he down here? Oh, he's way down. Okay, down. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but the market does have like, isn't that the area that the uh, yawning portals in? No, the yawning portals in the castle ward further down. Yeah, it would be further south. Okay, cool. Then I will just, I'll point out, that's the market area. You need anything, you, uh, anything. They got it out there. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, good. <clears throat> yeah. Good. I need to go there. They take money, right? Yes. What okay. kind of money do you use? I have coins. Like gold and silver? And yeah. Yeah, then you're ready to rock. <laughs> okay. And if there's anything you really need, just ask me. I'll help you out, okay? Okay. Thank you. No worries. And, uh, oh, yeah, that that place, don't, don't go there with me. Yeah, I, uh... I was pretty drunk that night. We don't want to go there. We don't ever go to that place ever again. <laughs> so I can go there until they know I'm with you. Right, basically. That's okay. good. That, as soon as they know, it'll be all over. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I'll just keep pointing out things as we go by. Harold's okay. just talking a mile a minute. And then you also pass the Sword Maiden as you're going up the high road, um, which. Another walking statue as you make your way into the North Ward. And the high road is uh, this north south road that is divided by the two nicest sections of the city. On one side, it just looks like to be upper class um, or upper middle class. And then the other side is like the extravagant, large villas. Um, it, the stores there look very grandiose, everything is just the upper echelon live in that ward. Uh, and on the other side, it's very nice. It's no way, you know, uh, derelict at all, but it is, uh, your, your neighbors are very extravagant, and you make your way into the north ward as you go up 
to uh, Del Zorin Street, and then up into Sardoon Street, and make your way wow, into a, long time since I heard that. a pocket area that's completely surrounded by uh, townhomes and uh, marketplaces and small businesses. Kind of lock off this area with only two or three entrances as you make your way back to Trollskull Alley. And you see this manor that has a dipped down uh, grand yard with a single tree in this nice paved stone. And you see a three or four story manor with a tower on one side. Yeah, it's four. If you continue, if you count the attic. Um, We've got you living in it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Five if you count the basement. You can see it is bustling with people. Yep. And Harold, V, and Seisha, you notice some add-ons. There is kind of on on the corner where it sits, there has been another kind of building added onto it that looks to be... Renovations. Yes. You see a, a sectioned area for the shrines built, and then also the medical. So there's a clinic uh, built into, and basically what it was is the townhome section that was right adjacent to the back side of your building has just been built into, and the whole lower section is kind of <clears throat> built in a part of Trollskull Manor. Um, Seisha, with your passive perception, mm-hmm. you actually do clock something, um, and especially since you've been kind of looking to see if anybody's following you, um, and you notice a pattern of two people that, as you are approaching and get out, it, I mean, it looks like they're pacing around the the manor. Okay. Um, there is a a human. He has kind of like short-ish, but like kind of like I say short, kind of cropped with uh, on the side with kind of it flows into a semi semi long. Um, my brain. Mullet? No. <laughs> Emo cut? Yeah, that. Undershave type. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, words just failed me there. It's fine. Um, oh, an undercut. Yeah. You know, has what looked to be bandages kind of like wrapped up uh, okay. both arms. Has a sword kind of strapped to his back and just kind of, but just kind of like patrolling around and just like looking. Um, as passes by what appears to be a summer Eladrin, as they're wearing uh, these oranges and and golds and but white also, just kind of like uh, floral trees that could be. It, it is still blooming in the the summertime, mm-hmm. um, and just uh, kind of gives a soft little wave. Yeah, you can see that there is a longbow strapped to their back with okay. a quiver of arrows. Okay. But they um, walk with uh, a very performative grace. Okay. Um, there is, yeah, definitely, and you 
you watch as, as you're watching and coming up, you see them actually disappear around the corner, but then you catch movement up the side of the, the manor. And then as a, shortly thereafter, you see them kind of peek over, standing on the tap, like the kind of the tip leaning over uh, right where like your book nook is. And it's just kind of standing on that roof, just kind Got of like it. just looking around. Okay. I recognize them. You've hired them. Yeah, yeah. And then walking across um, the rooftop, making their way towards the Saladrin, is a very calm, just very focused looking, uh, darker skinned woman with a bob, with a slight curl to her hair. Uh, it almost has like a, a long jacket that kind of is just open and falls down it kind of has a uh it, it looks like an elf you can okay. see the tips of ears um does not seem to carry any weapons on her but walks just as if there is n- nothing no fear of walking across the rooftop mm-hmm. uh, that one is there right. I love her. <laughs> and that's all you see Okay. Looks like it's been watched. Yeah, uh, I hired these people. Mm-hmm. They're apparently the best. I spotted them pretty easily. Well, mm-hmm. I, that doesn't mean they're not mm-hmm. the best. They're they're there to protect the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine okay. being able to see them is kind of the kind of the reason to not come near them if you can clearly see that a place is guarded. Well, they're trying to hide, but they stand out. Or are they trying to appear menacing? I think they're just doing guard stuff. And I'm going to wave at the one I know won't like me waving. I go, hey, Rhymer, it's good to see you, man. Been a while. He just kind of does the fighter yeah. thing where he All right, well, you know, maybe nose. maybe another time. I'm, we're going to, it's cool. And you see him uh, look towards the others and kind of just point towards their eyes and then point towards your group. Lepi, Aisha, it's cool to meet you. It's not meet you, but see you. It's glad to be back. Uh, these are my friends. Don't mind them. They're kind of jumpy. They're cool. They're really cool. I They're, like how them. How do you know them? I hired them. How, who'd you hire them through? Oh, it's been a while. Two months. Uh, I don't know. Somebody trustworthy, I'm sure. Okay. I mean, they've done the job, clearly. Well... Shall we head up? Let's head up. We're home. We're home. Now, are you going in the back entrance to go into your I private? See or the actual... Okay, you are. Yes. I kind of want to see the bar itself. It's been okay. so long. And I want to show Karina the inside. I'll, I'll catch up with you guys. I'll be okay. upstairs. I'm just going to show Karina the inside because sure. uh, we're the best bar in town, so. Yeah. Is this the bar that's the inside of a mimic's mouth? No. Okay. No. No, that's the eventual bar. And I head upstairs. Okay. <laughs> I think about this time with whatever Vinley's doing, she like stops and is like, give me one second to whoever she's talking to and goes, hey everyone, um, just a reminder to remember your passwords before you open any of your doors or you will die. Okay. Oh yeah, we have passwords. What's my password? <laughs> Whatever you wanted it to be. I believe only two people, I believe it was Seisha and V, that got the actual glyph of warnings put on Yeah. There. I think that was the only two that... I put one on my closet. I don't think he did. Yeah, I think he specifically chose not to. Yeah. I don't remember. 
a long time ago. I can see Vas absolutely choosing not to. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's magic. Yeah, I will um, walk you to the door. I will grin like excitedly a... to V. He'll be like, right, welcome to the Spirits of Troll Skull, and I'll push both the doors open. And as you do, smoke billows out. Ah, uh-huh. oh, oh, fire! Oh, oh no! Uh, and, lovely. <laughs> and you just hear Kara just. Darn it, bubbles! I told you not within the hat with the. Bubbles! Oh no, no, bubbles! And I'm gonna run past everybody to try to find her. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, and you see that she, she is just like kicked back. Uh, laughing like on the back of her chair, balancing in a way that you're like, it's gonna tip over any moment. And her and Pixel and Daklin are laughing their ass off as they're having a grand old time. And you can see just kind of like Daklin doing things in, in the bars. There's like uh, a mage hand messing with things and prestidigitations going off. And Pixel is going around or uh, doing her mage hands as well and just causing pure chaos and revelry. <laughs> uh, and you can see uh, that there is uh, Sky. He is kind of twirling, but the ring that is using is actually on fire. And oh, is wow. silk dancing through that, through the flames. <sighs> okay. Uh, and, and, but you see like, but it's not, wasn't intentional, so there's like billowing and like part of the silks have started to catch on fire. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna grab a mug and be like, "Okay, how, do you want? Do you want me? To, I'm gonna toss some water. I'm gonna. Is it water tossing time? Are we good? I'm talking to Sky at this point. <laughs> you see him just like kind of twirling and just like really into it, but then looks up and goes, "Get that! Oh shit!" Yeah, and I just take a thing of water and just throw it up there. Uh, I see. You know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say to um, uh, Leaf. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, water, quick, need water right now. And it, already there's just, a, you know, uh, uh, flagging after flagging after flagging. And then uh, you hear the scooting of a bucket as a as a mop bucket comes over. <laughs> scoots it back. Yeah, <laughs> probably best. <laughs> I take the flagons and I throw a couple until the fire's out. I uh, probably soak a couple of patrons. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that Sky just kind of goes into the performance of it all, leans back into the ring as just like steam do billows off. And I'm picturing flash dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> leans back. Water coming down. And as they're spinning, just kind of like gives a thumbs up and a hand out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, high five. Yep. As Sky goes by, and I will turn to Bubbles, and I was like, what did I say about arson inside the building? Not unless I'm here too. <laughs> I mean, it looked like you put it out. It was fake. <laughs> oh God! You really think I'm gonna burn down this place? I don't. You know. hired me. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. Well, it's good to see you again. I, I appreciate you watching after these two. And I look down at those yeah. two. And pr- I try my best to look angry, but he's clearly enjoying this. Yes. Also, you look up, and it wasn't fake. Like, it's straight up. Oh. It was straight up. It's straight up. Like, it was straight up real. Bubbles! Just, just grins. You, you, as you look on, you can see that there is this girl there wearing, like, this leather vest over um, a pink corset with pink 
hair. Cotton candy style hair. Tied up in pigtails. Um, <laughs> there are... I don't remember her at all. Oh, she's new. I hired her. Out of play, you never yeah. met them. Okay. He hired okay. them right before you guys left. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yep. And is just like lean back. Uh, there are fishnets going up uh, both legs that are just tattered and torn. Fishnet sleeves up the arms. It just kicked back. And the bottom of the right shoe just says smile across it. Yeah. Shout out some steering order. Uh, I will say... Uh, Okay, let's hold off on the fire for now, Bubbles, and we will, I promise you, I will burn something with you, because we're back, and I, and we gotta celebrate somehow. This guy's making good money. I think it was a good performance. I wish I could say you were wrong, and then I will... <laughs> you see uh, Sky just walk up and just hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Goes back, and then just like scoops up Pixel and Dacklin in his arms. Uh, as he just kind of carries them over and just starts twirling with them. They're laughing. And I will... This is too happy. I will uh, motion... Oh, I'm upstairs. Karina. <laughs> Karina, this is Bubbles, one of the guards here. Uh, Fuck yourself very much. She, she, she takes a little getting used. She's going to be great. You're going to trust oh. me. She's very much Fuck our you. kind of people. <laughs> there you go. I like this one. I told you. We're going to get along great. Uh, and this is Pixel and Daclin, and they are Sky. And... Uh, Sky's a dancer here, and Pixel and Daclin are, I'm not sure what you guys are anymore, as I'm like looking at them after they've been messing with stuff. What's your passive perception? Oh, not great. Oh. Uh, 16, actually. It's not terrible. Uh, you see one of your, uh, just a piece of gold just floating out of your pouch towards Pixel. You see. And I will wait until it's just at the edge of my reach, and then, all right, well... Good to see you, too. You're getting better, clearly. Trying. I'm really impressed, honestly. I want y'all to meet Karina. Karina is going to be staying here for a while, probably a long while. Uh, and it's at that point that Kara comes out. Kara, hey, so good to see you. Um, little chaotic. Glad you're back. Glad, Glad to be back. back. Uh, hey, business is doing great. Oh, great. That's awesome. Welcome to uh, Spirits of Troll Skull. Are you... Short stay, extended stay. I don't know. She's staying as long as she needs to, as long as she wants to. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, do we have another room? Actually, no. That actually reminds me. Uh, Voss has elected himself out of the contract. Mert has paid him his severance pay. Um, yeah. That that oh. makes sense. And then you have a room to stay in. Well, that's kind of uh, sad, though, isn't it? It's uh, fine. Another thing, uh, you just missed Petunia. Oh, cool. Oh, sure. uh, she's, right. so uh, she's okay, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's working awesome. with uh, the, the Watch. I forget his name. Uh, and, and she's part of the, like, the Magus and Protectors, and also uh, because she's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. great she, she said she had some new partner that she's been working with. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a new gang war oh, happening. Oh, great. Yeah, not a lot of problems uh, here, though, uh, thanks to... Your hired help. I looks <laughs> straight over. Yeah, <laughs> the shit eating grin. I know that they... It's just like flicking. Uh, bubbles are just like flit snapping, and it's like fire, and it goes out. It's and like then... a pink flame. I, I I know that they are non-traditional, and I know that I probably hired them from the seedy back alleys of the city. But I promise you, they're the best you can buy. Have we had any trouble? Mm. That she didn't start. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been some trouble in the city, but nothing, nothing but not here. Not targeted like it used to be. Good. That's what's important. Yeah. Don't. How are you doing? <laughs> Busy. Do you need me to let you? Uh... Yes. Okay. You can see that, like she's holding. Yeah. Oh, hey, here. How are you? It's uh, yeah. It's good to see you again. Good I'm just um, yeah. Um, another Ooh. halfling. Starts. Look. No. Where? Dwarf. She's dwarf. a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a beard. And just uh, kind of wanders off. I will, I will nudge you in the arm. I'll be like, the crew here is fantastic. It's going to take a little getting used to, though. Just and, like us, they're a little yep. eclectic. And you see uh, who, the man who is speaking is a male halfling. Uh, he has, like, four drinks in each hand that he's holding by the handles, moving over to a table. Ah, nice to meet you. My name's Flinrick. Uh, just got to go. But um, I'll see you later. And just kind of scurries over, okay. sets the drinks down at a table. And you can see that from behind the bar, there's a black chalkboard that's kind of being written and scribbled out as certain things are, uh, you know, being marked off and things like that. Yeah. And then, but you see, like, as you look over, uh, Harold, you just see it kind of go, not going to introduce me, underlined like three times. <laughs> Please, I was kidding you, I was kidding you. It's my bar. I understand. <laughs> Leaf, Leaf is the bartender. It's his bar first. He, he is just as much an owner as the rest of us. Leaf, this is Karina, uh, and she's gonna be staying with us for a long while. And you look behind the bar, and there's no one there. Hi. Someone goes, uh, you must be new here. Uh, they have an invisible person. They say it's a poltergeist. Kind of plays it? with the name. Okay. He is a poltergeist. He's great. Uh, uh, and and the, the chalk moves and says, nice to meet you, Karina. I'm Leaf. Okay, My bar. It, spelled it right the first time. My bar. <laughs> and Karina will just walk up to the chalkboard and in the old chalk dust just make a little heart. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you just see it, like, the chalk kind of settle for a moment and leaves it, doesn't, doesn't erase it. Ooh, he likes you. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, the, last, the first time I tried to write something to him, he marked it out and then wrote, fucking talk to me, and then made an underline, <laughs> so he really likes you. Uh, and then from the, the kitchen, you hear, Hi! Uh, <laughs> yes! I forgot about her. <laughs> and you see coming out is a Maine Coon tabaxi. Right. I know! Uh, uh, what, what was this character's name again? It's Aura. Aura. Aurora. Was it? Was Aurora. 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 Yeah, Aurora. Aurora. Yep. And this is Aura. Aurora. Uh, Hello. Aura works with uh, in the kitchen. And you see uh, just constantly moving. Um, there's just a, a blur of a chef that's moving, especially now that his sous chef is distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aurora, if you'll please. Uh, Aurora. The, we all, lunch rush is going to happen very soon, and we'd have uh, more soups and. I know. <laughs> Hi, sir. Good to meet you. I am Javier. Uh, welcome to the Spears of Trotsko. I am your chef. Anything you like, uh, just ask. And uh, you see uh, Aura move back in and begins the sous chef duties. We, we try not imagine, to mess with them during the rush. I just imagine Aura is the Aura Long Johnson. Aura Long Piano. I'm trying to think if there's anybody we've missed. I don't think so. Currently in the tavern, no. You, there are so a couple people, people that, that the more, I guess the only other keen-eyed person would uh, notice is that there are a couple of people with 
a silver shimmer to some of their irises, as you remember that mm-hmm. they were given safe haven. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I will, um, I will kind of count in my head and be like, okay, we got Bubbles, Rhymer, Leppy, Aisha. Where's the doctor? And I'm going to. All right, they've made that new place. Uh, there's one more person I think you need to meet. Okay. And I will take her outside and look around the medical building. Mm-hmm. And inside, uh, you see a only three and a half to four foot tall rabbit person, <gasps> a heron god. And, and I'm going to warn you as we're walking up now, Savage is very, very sweet, but not on the surface. So you just need to play it cool because she's really all about business, okay? And you see, like, just walking through the, past the windows is a very stereotypical, like, like alchemist white lab coat, high collared mm. up. Salazar, uh, we gotta go find Salazar. Sorry, <laughs> totally unrelated, just really excited. <laughs> and uh, is, is you can see just constantly making notes and uh, seems very focused in the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Savage, Luna, hi, Harold. You knew that. Um, are you injured? No, are you, you're, you're busy, huh? Yes, very. Uh, okay, well, before we, um, this is Karina. Karina. Are you injured? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. All right, well, <laughs> we, it was great seeing you again. Uh, y'all, got, y'all been doing a great job. I'm gonna just take her back up. Anybody else injured? Did bubbles burn anybody again? Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't just like kind of... a note next to something. <laughs> uh, you can see that is just organizing and, and sometimes like reorganizing this area. There's uh, maybe one or two people just being checked over. Not Sears severely injured, but it's like the Troll Skull Alley has become like the clinic. Hey, you can yep. come get checked up and they're like, uh, you're fine or. Yeah. Um, and, and you see like, yeah, there's someone there open. And then takes the tongue to <laughs> and a little too far. Stop your whining. Yeah, if you fight, it's just going to make it worse, guy. <laughs> Pulls it out. Uh, and uh, the Dr. Savage uh, can't really tell, male or female. So very much non-binary. So. I can't right, it's a rabbit. to meet this character. <laughs> All right. Uh, Is are, that are we good? everyone? Mostly the people that work here. Oh, uh, we have a lot of neighbors that i got to introduce you to, too. But we're gonna, you know, I, I don't want you to like get too overwhelmed. You know, somebody spraying like water, a water spell, and it's like a dog just chomping at it. Just take as much information as you can. It's fine. Like you don't have to remember all of this. Are all of you royalty? No. no. Only her. I'm not royalty. We're just wealthy. No, I'm talking you're a con. Oh yeah, I guess so. So only her. <laughs> um, I've just never. Uh, Seen this many people or a house this big outside of? I hear that thought, and uh, and Vinley five seven goes. Technically, my sister's about to become queen of the elves. Just saying, Harold. So you're a queen in law. Sister Um, to queen queen. in law. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. That would be a. No one married anyone. So So you're a princess. (laughs) I regret princess (laughs) You did this to yourself. Yeah. Um, About. Baroness Vinley. Oh, that's lower than a princess. There is one more individual. <laughs> but it sounds dark. There, there's technically two more individuals we need to introduce you to. You it need to meet like, oh, Biblio. 
Do you need Fair me to roll? Like drinks Earl's my roommate. He's always drunk. Hmm? Bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, and does, yeah, Bob, Bob Bush. You have to meet Bob. I, I have to ask, will there be a test? No, 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 no. Hell, I can't remember anything. Uh, and there's, you're actually getting, like, the Pixel and Daklin come up to you, and Daklin is just like, did you get taller? I did, and I don't know how to get smaller. Can I climb on you? Sure, if you can. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I love these. Oh, so oh he's looking something up. It's getting real. <laughs> he's looking some skill. She's very dexterous. Mm-hmm. He does a cartwheel. Uh, you, he, you watch him as he actually begins casting something. Oh man, you're cheating. He's a magic. And he, <laughs> yeah, he like does. And then there's these like little springs that pop out of his feet as he casts jump. As he just jumps up into the like air halfway up to you and grabs on. Well, we'll you check to see what you actually grab. <laughs> I will high five. This is Daklin, not Pixel. Oh, I will okay. high five Daklin as he immediately does that. Way yeah. to go! Then you see Nailed Pixel run up, uh, takes a chair, and one foot on the front, one foot on uh, the back, rocks it forward, keeps running off the table, and then climbs up onto your shoulder and helps her brother on to the other side. I'm just carrying like what three children at this point? They're <laughs> just two. Two. Just two. two, and they're sitting on your shoulders. Yeah, where is uh the new pauldrons? <laughs> you don't see him. Oh, he's probably with the that's family. That's true. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm walking around like this is completely not normal. With him. <laughs> yeah, and I will look to the two kids and be like, "Y'all been having a good time? Not getting into too much trouble, just enough trouble, right?" I'll look over at. Where their mom is, kind of like look at each other. No trouble. Nope, none. Uh-huh. Are they looking like around my head? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, yeah. No, no. Yep. <laughs> Grabbing your forehead and chin. Like. It's just like. <laughs> and and like you see them like looking at like you're like holding onto your antler necklace and just kind of looking. This is a cool. Is that blood? Yeah. If you break it, you gotta make and buy a new one, and I'll keep you indebted for life. <gasps> Okay, you better get back to work. We don't, we, want to, we don't want to get you indebted to life. You'll never be able to make another piece of gold ever again, because it'll all go to me. <sighs> okay. Here, uh, Pixel, Daklin, yes, uh, we're all very excited that they're back, but there are tables that need to be busts. Let's go. Let's go. Daklin just stands up and just falls backwards. <laughs> and then cast Feather Fall. <laughs> That's my oh, son! <laughs> So, because it's been two months, you all can either uh, roll 1d100 and plus the number of days, or roll two d100s and then do like per month. I say 1d100 in days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You roll it. Well, because I just. Okay. You're the financial officer, hello? Yeah, don't have the book, oh, though. Uh, both, I will say this. Both rolls would have plus days. You just have less days. Right. This is just increasing the number. Yep. 97. <gasps> <laughs> okay, roll 3d20. That was a good call. Yeah. 3d20? That's the sound of money hitting the table, everyone. <laughs> is that thunder or is that our money? Oh, oh wait, this one's fucked. 
this is bad rolls. I, I made up for it here. Five, three, and ten. Ooh. Yeah. Um, five, so three, two, eighteen. So, 18 so but remember the ninety-seven. Um, <laughs> so over the last two months, um, it'd be that twice though, right? A million gold. Yeah. Or no, it, I, yeah, it's because yeah. it's because the yeah, yeah. So inflation, uh, you know. You the the tavern itself made a profit of three hundred and sixty gold. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's, that's after that's after all after, all, after taxes. all yeah. yeah all maintenance <laughs> costs and food costs etc. Et so, yeah, that's, so, that's okay. a sizable chunk. Yeah, profit especially two months. Costs. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, especially now with your higher bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could feed a family of like seven for years. Uh-huh. Am I allowed to name that group? The guards, or do they sure. already have a name? Sure. Uh, they go by the Asterian Order. I don't know what that means. They don't have it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, their own little adventuring group. Never heard of the Asterians. But as all of that chaos is happening, mm-hmm. Sasha. Yeah. You make your way upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha goes in. She goes up to the door and puts her hand on the door. Mm-hmm. Does it stick? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. She opens the door. Okay. Is there another door? No. Okay. <laughs> Living with a mimic. Right. <laughs> Six years took it to get chest yeah. size. Yeah. Yeah. Two months. It's not going to turn yeah. into a room. Just well, no. It's been a door before, so that's why I was asking. Okay. Right. 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 Biblio was a door at one point. Um, she walks in and just kind of looks around. And nearby, there's a coat rack. Hi, baby. As it splits apart, Her eyes open up on the on the you the know, hooks, the, the hooks that come out, and then it just um, wraps its tongue around you and pulls you in. Oh. So you hear it. She wraps her arms around him. Hi, baby. I missed you. Oh, I missed you so much. Oh, my sweet baby. And, like, just begins to just rock yeah. back and forth yeah. as it sees you. It's um, Mother's Day for Seisha. It is! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh. So good. So good. Um, she'll stand there holding him for about five minutes, and then she's going to kind of step back a little bit and say, Baby, come with Mommy. I need you to make an athletics check. <laughs> uh, yeah. Take mommy upstairs. That's good. Athletics. Uh, that's a ten. <laughs> um, you are stuck. Okay. Okay, baby. Um, I know. I know, baby. Um, walk with mama. And very slowly, Vinley, you eventually come upstairs and see about midway through the the living area is Sasha just fully wrapped up, stuck. Kind of just clinging to the coat rack that you know is. She is staring at Vasa's door. Okay, and it's slowly like. (laughs) With every like slosh, Vinley just takes a step back out of the room and is like, "She's having personal time." (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're, but as you look, the door's open. I take it all of his stuff is gone. Everything is gone. There's only a bed left. A bed, a nightstand, 
completely emptied. Mommy missed you, baby. And she just stops trying to walk and just holds him. Finley, you go to your room. Or do you go to your room? No, you went back downstairs? Yeah, I went back downstairs. After seeing her and Biblio, she's like, you know what? I have tea party with corpses. I'm not going to (laughs) question (laughs) it. Got it. And then Um, she'll go back down to the bar area. I'm the most normal one here. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. I mean, I do have You're definitely the most well-adjusted one here. I have my cat scarf and my plant, not plant, magical plant. (laughs) But I don't cuddle my plant. Maybe you should. Maybe he'd like it. Maybe that's the secret of his magic. Could be. Are we are we back up here now? Oh, uh, you can. Like, yeah, Vinley comes and joins. Uh, you meet or see more of the uh, Asterian order. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, I imagine Vinley almost has a borderline, like, just, like, wands out because she forgot completely that we hired guards mm-hmm. in the first place. So there was probably a little bit of a confrontation at first where she's like, who are you? <laughs> and they're like... What are you talking about? You hired us. <laughs> well, that was the the uh, when um, Reimer first made contact. Yeah, with... Finley wasn't there yet, though. Oh, yeah, I wasn't Finley there. stayed behind. Right, it. that's right. <laughs> yeah. it came in early later. Yeah. yeah, you see all these people kind of. Okay, and then she's wands out. Yeah. Why are you on my roof? And you like you see um, the one Portable that Harold uh, referred to as Asia. Mm-hmm. Was A-show. or Aisho? Mm-hmm. Aisho. That's Aisho. Yeah. Oh no, Aisho. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> with the bow, or no, not Aisho. Sorry. Um, Lepi's the one with the bow. Lepi. Um, the Aladdin. Yep. The Aladdin, like, like aim, like you pull on, just pulls back, and then goes. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? What, what? You hired me! Right? BFG? <laughs> Mentally. Harold, who are the people on our roofs? <laughs> Those, what do you mean, who are the people on my roofs? Didn't I, t- I didn't tell you that we hired protection. I didn't tell anybody we hired no, protection. No, you didn't. I, we hired oh. protection. That's probably Leppy with the bow. Don't piss off the, the one, the chick, the elf chick without any weapons. She hits real hard. Okay. She has a bit of a temper problem occasionally. Hi, I'm Vinley. It's nice to meet you. Sorry, I didn't know. Bye. Okay. And she... And, and just kind of... Yeah, fits the description <laughs> we were given. <laughs> and she pulls the portable hole up off the ground. Because <laughs> she's starting to develop this move of pulling her wands and dropping the hole. So <laughs> that was her motion. first time oh, trying it. Oh, like cool. keep the, the portable hole up her sleeve. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, awesome. So you come in, you see all the chaos that is happening uh, amongst. Uh, you see, We're busy. You see that Daklin and Pixel are now into like full work mode and uh, no longer messing about. I cast telekinesis and pull both towards me and wrap them up in a hug. <laughs> Finley! Hello. Whee! <laughs> I've learned so many new tricks. So. Daklin looks up. You look better when you smile. 
Oh my god, don't make me cry at this table. I missed you. I missed you, Miss Finley. And Pixel just, like, leans over and goes, It's rude to say to women. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Why? Speak it, Pixel. <laughs> I understood the intention. <laughs> and I enjoy the sound of your voice. And she kisses the top of his head and then tussles Pixel's hair and then looks down at her belongings. Okay. Drop this. <sighs> <laughs> it's a wand. <laughs> How did you get this? There are lots of things hidden in your folds. There are. <laughs> nope. Uh, but as you bend down to pick it up from Pixel, you're. Daclan. <laughs> and then they just like, run off. <laughs> oh, I love them. And then uh, I give assistance to Sky's performance just with the telekinesis, spinning them a little bit more, and granting them some brief levity from gravity. <laughs> um, See, there's a little bit of confusion on the uh, on his face. <laughs> oh, Harold, I found you. <laughs> yep. How's how's everything going? We were just about to head upstairs. You want to come with? Yeah, I was just up there. Uh, Sasha's wrapped up. Yeah. Let's, let's. And if everybody wants to go. Be careful with the furniture. I'm, we've already told you about the Mimic Pet, but currently he's a coat rack. Is it all the furniture? No. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, you're really going to like Biblio. And I, I wave to everyone else and mm-hmm. say hello to yeah, everyone. Yeah, they wave. I mean, you're all greeted yeah. with waves and highs. There are new faces that you don't recognize. Is Portal as... Guy here? No. Damn it. Nope. Um, <laughs> as there is definitely new patrons that you don't recognize. But there are a, a few faces you do recognize just from being regulars, but no none of the alley. Oh. It's... We have regulars outside the alley. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, so much so that as it becomes closer to lunchtime, there's a small line. Not yeah. a large one, but there's but there, a small There's line. a wait. Oh, wow. Also, can we just address that it's a beautiful business model to have a bar and a medical facility in the same place. Drink too much? Go see the doctor. <laughs> yeah, the doctor will be pleased about that. Fix your right up and you can go right back into the bar. Yeah, take Keep this antitoxin. that money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah. (laughs) But you all make your way upstairs, and um, you see that Seisha is just still stuck to a coat rack. Do you need help? And you see, like, the tongue peel off of Seisha's face. There's this long strand of just mucus. And it just, <coughs> and Biblia, what's up, buddy? It, but it goes. See, he's brilliant. He's learning so Hi. much faster than I thought he would. He's a smart Hi. thing. Is it because he's the bestest book? baby ever? <laughs> That's a very good a theory, B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really smart thing. <laughs> I will walk over to Biblio and give him a pet because obviously we spent six months in a a (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you're you're stuck, and then the the tongue wraps around your arm. Hey, 
buddy. It's I so give good Harold a little you. push with Ooh. telekinesis closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Harold, what happened? You pushed me. Oh, Harold, <laughs> you want to give him a hug too? I didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> but I love him very much indeed. It's definitely some struggle, but eventually you all separate yourself from Biblio. Uh, this is so cool and so unnerving. He's a wonderful baby. I found him in the library here when we first moved in. Well, that that's exactly was, what it says on the tin. He was just sitting on the shelf, a little book, and Venley was with me, and I picked him up, and his little tongue came out and wrapped around my arm, and I was in love. He's really, really smart. That's certainly a reaction. And he's very, very friendly, as you can see. Uh (laughs) Vasa's room is ready for you. Oh, are you sure that's not, like, complicated? I would love... Why why is that complicated? It's an empty room. Well, that was your friend, wasn't it? He's still our friend. He just doesn't live here or own this tavern. So if you weren't staying in this room, Wait, what do you mean? oh yeah, he uh, he talked with Merton, kind of backed out of the contract. So I think it's uh, pretty official. That's why I thought it'd be weird. It's no, not weird. because if you don't stay in this room, someone else will. And it makes no sense there. if you do. Okay. It's a great room. You're gonna love it. It has a balcony. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can but- look at. The sky. Yeah. yeah, it's actually, I believe, the only room that has a balcony. I have a turret. Oh, okay. oh uh, we also need to introduce you to Bob. Let's go grab Bob mm-hmm. and take you to V's room. And you uh, go into V's room, and sitting on the windowsill is this little potted plant. And you can see that the soil is, is pushed up out of the pot just a little bit. Strangely. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has a bunch of money underneath it that I've been stashing away for a rainy day. I have so much money. I'm pretty sure it's a and thousand you, gold. <laughs> yeah, you see uh, a little shrub that's just kind of like purple. Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's more like you took like a, a branch branch from a tree and stuck it in yeah. the soil. It's a little ficus. Okay. Yeah, and all of the leaves on it are are painted, obviously painted. Purple. There's like some new green leaves on it. <laughs> <laughs> no? Nope. I don't think it's growing. Yeah, it does, no, it wow. does not seem to be growing. It's it does magic. not look does not look wilted okay. or dying, yep. but there is a tag still on it with a little string and it says definitely magical. This is okay. V's magical plant bob mm-hmm. bush. Yeah, I bought it at that cool like uh whimsical store where we fought the weird circus in a drum. And um no, you nope. got that at the purple store. Is it a different store? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Different store. I thought it was a store where, with the got it from where I got the socks and we got the beholder plushie. Everything was purple. I got You're the thinking of trinkets and trunkets. I am thinking of trinkets yep. and trunkets. Okay. You, had, you had already had Bob Bush by the time you visited. That's what it was. They're so close together, so far away. Um, so I anyways, I got this at a store where everything was purple mm-hmm. and it totally said it was magic. So I got it. And it definitely is. I use telekinesis I to subtly make Bob wave. He's been alive his wave. whole time. <laughs> Bob wave. I don't really water him enough. I should really close See, that he's magic. <laughs> he is absolutely magical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool. I also have this scruffy. 
And then it's Oh God, where is it? <laughs> you, can, is it you don't see it, where is it? <laughs> uh, you don't, but as you're walking around, uh, let's see. Uh-oh. 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 As you can tell, very creative with names. Harold. Of course. Okay. <laughs> From underneath the bed, just, wah, just ah. lashes out of you. It doesn't have any claws on it, but definitely just pats at your ankle a couple of times. Ah, like when a cat bats at you. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, like you come at me with a towel? What is that? Scruffy! And he goes and picks up Scruffy the scarf. It goes up, it wraps around, and it looks like a, um, a mink scarf, but it's all one, and it looks like it has two, like, paws at the ends of each side. Oh, no head. Nope. And it... <laughs> By the way, in case you're envisioning it, no and then, head. And then it stays there for about 15 seconds before it just pops her in the face, uncurls, and runs away. <laughs> He's spirited. I like him. He runs around the room a lot in the middle of the night. It's fun. And if he ever gets out... He'll slap you in the face while you're sleeping. Come on, you can meet my roommate. He's got a lot of zoomies. I like back up slowly from the room, watching for him. Um, All right, let's go. There's there's a way you could possibly find out what's going on with Bob. What's going on with Bob? Okay, well, be a day. It doesn't have to be a day. But uh, I will remind everyone that Karina, you know that Karina can speak with plants. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, you weren't here just uh, last oh. week. I forgot My about God. that. Oh, hey, I cannot wait to hear Karina, Bob's voice. I just realized you can talk to plants. <laughs> Carol's right, before face you drops. go, before you go. Yeah. Can you talk to Bob for me so maybe we can find out why he's so magical? Yeah, what, sure. what, maybe we should do it another time. Uh, Harold immediately starts stammering. Wait, 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 I mean, do we have oh, to do this right now? I mean, I mean we've, we've met so many people. I could take the time if if you want. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, sure. That's a good idea. We, we can do that. <clears throat> I'm just immediately looking over to Vinley and the station. I at Bob and I, like, present him to you. <laughs> Which, at your height, is just you being, like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like, presenting it low, I guess. <laughs> and I will cast Speak With Plants. Alright. And you Ooh, cast. I really thought about counterspelling that. <laughs> 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 to just be like, oh no, it didn't work. We'll have to do it later. You you look upon or you, you look as V is just holding out this purple painted plant and this voice enters as you understand. Bow before me for I am a god. <laughs> Immortal Bob Bush. <laughs> Pay me tribute as my head priestess has done. What offerings do you bring forth to your divine? Yeah, <laughs> well, what kind of. Uh, they can hear Korean. What kind of offerings would you like, my lord? What? What do you got? <laughs> I thought. Do I hear her talking to my plant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What would a plant like? But you don't understand. The context. The, or, yeah. like, the, the word. Oh, I don't, not, under, I don't understand oh. what she's saying. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, you're yeah, her you side, but you don't hear the other side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't hear Bob. Okay, so I do understand just, Karina, but I yep. don't. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm just sort of like, are you going to get. Are you going to feed him something? Uh, He said he's a god and he wants tribute. 
I have a god plan. That tracks. And it's not the weirdest thing in this house. So Karina's just gonna pull out a little, um... <laughs> I have been offered coinage before as I nest upon my hoard <laughs> under <laughs> over the crescents. <laughs> as I nest upon oh my, my hoard. How much did I put that plan again? I forgot. And it was like 300 gold Oh no, it's a thousand gold oh, a of thousand. crescent moons. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was for a case of emergency. Yep. That's right, I have 300 I don't even remember how so, I got it. Uh, Karina's going to take out a... Oh, yeah. I didn't want them to know. The, the fucking... The glass, like, um... The orbs with the little stick that you put into a plant. Yes! Yes! And yes. she's, she's going to quickly take her water skein and fill it, and it's, like, jewel-encrusted, and she's just going to pop it in. And, as you put it in, you just hear, Oh, sweet nectar of the gods above, what... There you go. That should last you probably a month or so. This tribute is satisfactory. Servants of the tall priestess, what do you bring upon me? As he he wants tribute from everyone. What? Everyone pay tribute to Bob Bush, my plant. What? Give 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 Bob. Let me see what I got. <laughs> Also, you should be nicer. She has a name. She's not just the tall one. Get wrecked, Bob. I can give a mace. <laughs> you want to give my plant a mace? I, uh, <laughs> Bob's a BBG. Wait, what does he call me? He calls me tall lady? Yeah. Aww. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> it's okay. He's a little and he guy. Was, you're right. Her name is my high priestess. He said your name is my high priestess. Oh, okay. So she pulls out a mood ring. <laughs> my rolls his leaf and slides it onto his leaf. I'm going to take my perfume and have Vinley double check to make sure it's not harmful to plants because you know about plants. Oh, yeah. sure. I yeah, it's water-based perfume. <laughs> Actually, I'll show you. you. The two of you could. Yeah, it should you. be fine. And I'll show Why you as you well because you're an al- you're an alchemist. <laughs> I rolled yeah. nature. All right, we'll just. Uh, yeah, it seems fine. You um, can roll, uh, I guess, herbalism. Because yeah, I will say. Is that nature? No, it's different. You were trained oh, yeah, we by Fala. A intelligence plus your proficiency modifier. So intelligence plus four. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So that's like eighteen. Does it? Mm-hmm. Would it hurt a plant? Mm-hmm. Probably normal plants, but you've never watered Bob, and he hasn't died yet. That's true. Oh, I haven't ever watered him. And that's what I'm saying, Karina. He's alive. Karina, you notice that this soil is dry, so you just put probably the first bit of water he's ever had. I was scared it would kill him. I thought Petunia was taking care of him. She never watered him. (laughs) Something may have happened. (laughs) She just said, "I was scared it'd kill him." Harold is going to very lightly sprint him once or twice. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. You smell good now. <laughs> I have no concept of smell. <laughs> it's a plant. Can he smell? Does he know it smell? Does it taste? It's <laughs> bad. It burns. <laughs> ah, ah, my just, pores. I cannot smell as I am a plant. Hi, priestess. Yes. How do I smell? Uh, he wants to know how you smell, High Priestess. Amazing! <laughs> she smells amazing, amazing, Bob. 
This tribute is satisfactory. He's said it's satisfactory. Good job. Sweet, because right, he's not getting right. any more of this. <laughs> I spray myself a little and put it back in my bag. <laughs> I pull out the portable hole. I walk down the steps. You hear like... She comes back up and she's holding just a finger. It's rich in nutrients. I just had a moment of going, you don't have my inventory. Because I was thinking my Saturday morning character. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like 10 hag fingers, some dragon marked fingers, some toes. I just got full bodies, but you bring up like a decaying finger. Yeah, just the decaying finger that has a little bit of nail polish still left on it. I don't know whose it was. And she just just drives it and circles it in between the roots and Ding. says... At the bottom. <laughs> oh, Bob, that, that is a very special present from her. Yes. I shall feast upon the flesh of this. He's going to eat it. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, wow, really this tribute it. is satisfactory. Do I really have to give him a ring? Only if you wanted to. You don't have to. I really don't want to get him anything. He's it's, a plant. Do you want to? You already gave him a mood ring. You want to yeah. take it back? Yeah, kind of. Why do you want to take it? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, What's you your problem? You got a problem at plant? I don't know. I might need it later. For what? Moody. To tell her mood. <laughs> She's already moody. <laughs> <laughs> I will take this gift. Tell her if she takes it away from me, I shall strike her down in her sleep. He says, For I. Oh, oh. oh God! <laughs> he says, "If you take the moodering from him, he's going to strike you down in your sleep because he's a god." <gasps> no, wow. I take the ring back. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, he doesn't stop you. He's a plant. <laughs> I can't. I'm a. I'm a she plant. takes it off him and does this. <laughs> I'm. Wow, what an interesting story. This will be remembered. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the day Sasha made her mortal enemy. (laughs) Bob Bush. Bob Bush. Uh, The elder ain't got nothing on this bush. Yeah. Oh, man. So Uh, that's Bob Bush. That's Bob Bush. All right, well, one last... uh, I guess I'll put him back. Does he like the windowsill? Should I go put him back over there? Do you like where she keeps you? My high priestess knows exactly what I like. Okay. Good. He said he trusts you and you know exactly what he likes. Alright, put him back on the windowsill. You bonded so well with a plant you've never watered. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably why he has a bit of a complex. (laughs) He's still alive. I'm gonna go get cleaned up and uh, go see Gary L. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna show her my roommate real quick and then we should be good. I don't know if he's in right now, but uh, Earl's pretty cool. You'll like him a lot. I'm gonna go get ready. I have people to see too. Okay. And then I will take you upstairs and past all the rooms, and we go straight up into the attic. And when I open up my room, you notice that, if I'm not mistaken, my bed's kind of screwed up and shit. Yeah. And I never sleep in it. Like, you see that there's, like, a bedroll beside the bed. There's a hole in your mattress. Yes. (laughs) And you see there's also... I don't think there's still a hole in the ceiling. I think they changed it such that no, we you repaired the hole but kept a bird hole in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a double bird window. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Just to remind our audience, I will look, look around towards the bird hole. Be like, hey buddy, I'm home, and I will feel around in my pockets, and I, I imagine I still keep peanuts on me. Yeah. And I will toss a small handful out. So stale. And uh, looking towards you, Karina, you hear, Where do honors come from? (laughs) (laughs) 
otter space. <laughs> <laughs> I look over to the otter. I'm sure it's on its side on the yeah. floor. And you just see a taxidermied otter that speaks to you like a singing fish. That's that's not Earl. Earl doesn't like the otter. And I, that's just mine. And I set it back up. As Put you, it up. Hurting tooth? Otter, go to the dentist. Oh, oh. He's, yeah, it's it's most. I just keep it yeah, because I don't want to admit that I waste my money on it. I understand. Yeah. Uh, all right. And I'm gonna move you, around. You scatter uh, the peanuts, and there is no Earl. And then you hear something. It sounds like a little small tapping and movement, and then. And some more tapping. Earl? Oh. And I'm going to see, do I open the window? Or yeah, you see the, uh, and flies in, uh, and flies to your arm, not to the peanuts first. Oh, oh shut up. Earl, <laughs> oh, buddy! Best homecoming ever! And uh, roll a d100. I will. Toss a peanut <gasps> to your oh, he brought oh, me he brought a gift. gift. He brought you a shiny. Uh, what is it when they're That's both insane. zeros? That's a hundred. That's a hundred, baby. Big B. Big B. And you see like the reason ring. why he was unable to move is he's like looks down at the floor and like he he went down, uh, touched the floor first, and then landed up. And you can see him looking up you in the face and looks down. Looks at your face, looks down. What'd you, you see, get, buddy? A metal urn. <gasps> Oh my god. Oh my god. I very carefully and as respectfully as I can, I peel the top back to look. Tell me there's no ashes inside. Oh, there's ashes. Oh, there's definitely ashes. I am going to. Oh no. Slowly Why is that 100? And I'm going to turn. Normally he he brings me keychains or zippers. This is. um. Oh. He must have really missed me. And I missed you too, buddy, and can I will... Can Venli do some kind of magic, maybe find out who that was, so we can give it back? Well, I'm definitely going to give this back. Okay. Uh, but Earl, these peanuts are all yours, bud. And you can see that, for whatever reason, this urn is marked with, um, uh, on the, the bottom side. It doesn't have a name, because the nameplate would be where... You, it's set. It's set. But it is like the Hall of Heroes from oh, the City of the Dead. The City of the Dead. <laughs> so this, this is definitely the ashes of some hero of Waterdeep. Harold oh, oh, looks it down. He's like, yeah, and you see, <laughs> Earl just hopping. Earl. Just so happy. Earl, it is so good to see you, buddy. But I have to take this back, or I'll be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I will hazard a know. quick pet. I and like kind of like yeah. I'll, then I'll pet him a little bit, and I'll be like, "Well, I saved the peanuts for you. They're probably a little shitty, but don't worry, I'll get you some fresh ones." And then, <laughs> and then he like uh, goes over to an area, and you hear a and comes over and you know lays down a quill and a piece of paper, and just kind of oh. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make either an animal handling or an insight check. Okay, fair. I would say animal handling, regular, insight, disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, animal handling, they're the same. 
<laughs> I'm actually pretty good. Natural 20. 20 oh! Ooh, Me and Earl are connected. Yeah. They've mind melded. You <laughs> Earl's in the chat. Yeah. Oh god. You get... Earl's your stone of Gohor. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot cooler, but also a lot harder. But does he give you keen mind? He does not. He brings you, you bodies though. <laughs> <laughs> you know very much like the Zephyr's Post, which is uh, across the way and atop one of the uh, townhomes that you guys never use because you had paper birds and things like that. That if you so wish. Earl could deliver a message in Waterdeep for you. <gasps> nice. Once a day, you may send a message anywhere in the city. That's nice. so cool. Oh Handy. my god. I think the first one I send will be to Petunia's family's house, and I'll just say, hey, I'm going to be headed over soon. Um, it'll probably be towards the end of the day. Can't wait to see you. Really miss you. Uh, love you. Smooch, smooch, smooch. And I will fold it up, hand it to Earl, and be like, you're the best, man. I always appreciate a professional. Nobody's more professional than you, clearly. Earl! Then I wave it to him, <laughs> and I will wave as he flies out. I'm like, it's his room. I'm just the roommate. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to change anything about it when I first came in here. I should make a decision for myself. <laughs> okay. You know, Harold, yeah. since, since we're alone, there's something I have to tell you. Yeah, it's, anything. I I really need to warn you. Okay, I'm I'm all yours. Whatever it takes, you, you can trust to, me. I have to warn you about the mind goblin. <laughs> the mind goblin is not. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I, I've been holding on to that one. You should. Since you should. the pants story. You know, I've earned it. I've earned that one. Yeah. I have to go figure out where to take this. They pick up this bird. <laughs> <laughs> I open it up. Like, there's there's a guy in there. There's someone in here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm going to head back down, I guess. And uh, I. I'm gonna just kind of set it on a table somewhere and just sit down and stare at it, trying to think about how I'm going to do this. Um, while, while I'm oh, up in my room, so good. I mm -hmm. take out a paper bird. Okay. And write, "We're back," and fold it up and send it out to boss. Got it. Okay. So you, we're back. You send it to yeah. boss. Yeah. Got okay. it. Um, and it, then I shower. Okay. <laughs> Easy enough. Uh, v, is there anything you're doing? Gosh, um, besides being so happy I got big bed. <laughs> <laughs> big bed. Big After a long bed. vacation. I know, honestly, though. Uh, so she uh, does hit up uh, Renair again in Ascending, and mm -hmm. it's just like, let me know when you're back in town. We're back at the uh, troll school, and um, my plant is a god. <laughs> the last word of every one of these sending is send. By the way, yeah, that's canon. Now. That or signed V. Yeah. Signed V, sent. Uh, you, 
don't know how to process that. But uh, I should be back in about a day or so, maybe two, not sure, depending on travel. Um, I will meet you at Troll Skull when I am. Okay. How many times can I? Just once a day. That's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> yep. I figured as much. Okay. Um, wow. You're going to head out? Yes. Yep. Uh, we'll say that, Harold, you take Karina around uh, Trollskull Alley mm-hmm. um, before you also plan to head out for the day. Will that mean I also know all the places you sent me now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it takes you around to uh, the Bit Nail. Okay. Uh, Steam and Steel, Corolla's Crown, Tiger's Eye. Karina is going to spend Trinkets the rest of her evening stopping by Steam and Steel and Trinkets and Trunkets. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, you see, I am like almost attempting to steer you away from the bookworm for whatever reason. You can't tell. It's, he clearly thinks fondly of the place, but he, it's like, oh, Petunia's not there, so, you know, we, 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 we don't have to go in there. We'd be thirty minutes. <laughs> to see the, you see the bookworm's treasure. The awning that is out front looks like it's kind of bent and caved in, as there's a, uh, a gold dragon uh, amongst a, a nest of books. It's all carved from wood and stuff like that. But um, but as much as that catches your eye at Trinkets and Trunkets, it is like a whimsical uh, just, there's this towering uh, uh, sculpture that is animatronic and moving as it, uh, you know, tips its hat and, and pulls it off and there's another hat uh, uh, underneath and there's bubbles, like massive bubbles billowing up out of the top of the hat. And you can see that it, it looks kind of like a gnome, kind of looks like a halfling. And, and you walk in and it is a trinket shop and you meet Zilpop Tinkerwop. <laughs> and uh, she is, if you thought the tavern was chaos, this entire place is... To put it in like modern terms, it's the the Weasley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, toy oh shop. yeah, the Weasley Wizards. I pictured Wizard it Weezes. as like Fao Schwartz back in it's, the eighties. It's Fao Schwartz. It's uh, that that movie it. with Dustin yeah. Hoffman, uh, where he runs a toy store. Um, mm-hmm. I what that one is. I know. I, know I don't know, about. but I think of like. Big, where Tom yep. Hanks decorated yeah. his apartment yeah. <laughs> with it's, it's, crazy yeah. stuff. All, that. all great movies. Toys and just weird, whimsical... Demonic drums. Everything. <laughs> Demonic drums. Demonic drums to start with evil circuses. And, and Karina has a shopping list that I will send you later. Okay. Uh, and Zilpop <laughs> speaks in a mile a minute. Just... Do it, Dustin, do it. Oh my god, I'm so sorry to meet you. I can't believe it. I've never seen it. It's been so long. I've never seen it. Don't worry. I'm going to have a beer. It's just amazing. I can't believe it. What are you from? Oh, welcome to Trollskull. Have you been to Trollskull Manor yet? I can't believe it. Have you seen it? We're going to come over there and I'm going to have drinks later and this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to come over here and you're going to Oh my god, have you seen this? Let me show you this. It has bubbles. It's been a long time. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my god, you turned purple. It's Jojo Siwa. Zilpip is just Jojo Siwa. Sure. Oh, valid. But uh, as you leave, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, she Niche says, <laughs> as you leave, Karina, um, uh, she says, Have a, sp- a splendoriferous day. A tomorrow today. That's right. Yeah. A splendoriferous tomorrow today. Fantastic. Uh, and oh, I love this place. As you go to Steam and Steel, mm-hmm. uh, you walk in and it just has the smell of ash and metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first, like the opening area that you can, is just. Uh, uh, weapons on racks and uh, uh, armor of multiple different types. Um, 
and you can see that there's a small section, and it says, in a, a co-made with bent nail, and you can see a rack of uh, uh, crossbows. Um, but and they both sell in, in their shops. Uh, but uh, uh, you can see that there's a section, and um, in the back you just hear this hammering tank that just echoes out from the heat that's radiating out from the back forge. But standing behind uh, the the front area is a um, light blue uh, water genasi. Yeah, it has long like navy blue hair. Uh, kind of pulled back that kind of goes into a braid that goes down uh, his back uh, has uh, has a leather jerkin um, that is like grayish with light blue accents um, on the buckles that appear to be like water drops that kind of go down um, and is like just polishing a sword as just kind of just making sure like looking at it going up, kind of looks up, uh, sees uh, sees you enter first, and just, oh, hello, and welcome to... Hey, hey. you're back. Y- y'all are back? Yeah, we're back, man. Avi, it's good to see you. Oh, a, a pleasure. Uh, who's... Uh... Avi, this is Karina. Karina, this is Avi. Where's Imbre? Uh, in the back. Uh, darling! <laughs> it's just ting, ting. You'll never uh. guess who just walked through our door. You can see peering from around some of the, the stone stonework that separates the, the rooms is this just pure black, dark skin, like, bear of a man. And he has these glowing ember eyes and this red hair that's kind of, like, slicked back. And uh, He's wearing an, a leather apron, but it's folded. It doesn't go up around it. He does he bare chested, keeps yeah. the apron yeah. uh, bright red chest hair and yeah. red uh, you know forearm hair forearm hair uh, that just kind of gl- almost glows off of his just charcoal black skin looks around and goes I'm just <laughs> and you just kind of like a- as he does this you see Avi just kind of wave and the water comes up and goes over the this steel cooling the uh, quenching the, or quenching uh, the piece of kind of you can see what looks to be almost like probably like a thigh plate of a suit of armor. Good to see you again, Imbrick. Avi, this is my friend Karina. She's going to be staying with us at the at the tavern for a little while, maybe a long while. Do you need any weaponry? Um, no, I I armor. have some um, some requests that I would like to talk about without Ooh. Harold around. Oh, oh. He, no problem at all. And I, he will get the hell out. Darling, <laughs> 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 you know he means it in love. I know, I know. And he, I will grin to them both. I will give you like a typical Harold bow, and I'll be like, I'll leave you all to it, okay? Sure. And that I will well. also send to you privately. Yeah. Okay. How's it? Let me see it. Let me see it. How's What's it doing? Oh, it's great. And I will. Uh, wait, wait, what was it they made? It's for a you? chain shirt, and the chain they shirt. heat treated it so it's yeah. purple. Yeah. I will unbutton, and I will show him, and be like, save my life more than once. Hmm. Come back in later. I can see there is uh, a couple links that need repairing. Sure. So we'll get that up. Okay. Stabbed in that place again. Could go through. Absolutely. Thank you both. And I'll, I'll be back once uh, y'all settle your, your uh, stuff. Karina, was it? Yes. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I am Avi. This is my husband, Embrick. Nice uh, to meet you both. 
we own Steam and Steel. Uh, I am the Armorsmith. My love here is the Weaponsmith. And if there's anything you can do, we're happy to do it. If, if Harold and the BFG speak highly of you, then you're good in our book. Wonderful. Yes, I... They've been so kind to me, I want to get them some presents. So, I, I had a couple of requests. Oh, Ones we would be happy to fulfill. Thank you. We, um, we understand that. They have saved our lives in this alleyway more times than we can count. Everyone here owes them so much. I can tell. They I mean, we could probably count it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Imbrick so much. I know, I know. <laughs> they seem to be so beloved by everyone. Mm. Not everybody, that... most people. Well, at, le- at least in the alleyway. Once you start venturing out of the alleyway, they have a lot of enemies. Lot. Such as with adventurers. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a spinoff of people who live in the alley that absolutely fucking hate us. <laughs> <laughs> They're adding a medical after, ward. <laughs> after Avi says, so many. Yeah, you could probably count it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But what, what do you want to make? And you guys discuss yep. in private mm-hmm. what I, it is. I will send this to you while other people do other God things. That sounds wonderful. Before we move on, I just had a live merch idea. Aprons that say, kiss the smith and feed the flame. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. That's good. That's good. That's good. Write that down real quick. That's pretty good stuff that merch, moms? <laughs> uh, okay, but I think we're going to go to Finley. Hello. It's me. I'm in my room. Um... I think Vinley has fully changed out of her travel clothing and adventuring gear completely, except for her wands, obviously, and her portable hole. Okay. Um, and for most of the time that they're out, she's sitting in front of her vanity mirror trying to figure out how to put the blue eyeshadow on her eyes the way Harold did. So she's just like smudging it across her eyes and then being like, nope, that doesn't work, press the dictation. And then she finally gets it to where she's like, okay, I, I look good. And she goes over to the window and looks out across the street to Fallish shop, expecting it to be closed and lights off. It is off. closed, lights are off, and you don't see any movement in the garden. And she'll cast Sending, and she will send to Davil and say, Davil, I have returned to Waterdeep. I wish to see you and Fala at your earliest convenience. Is there a place to meet? Meet at the Yawning Portal. Knock seven times. Zaraj will let you in. We have a few things to discuss. After pleasantries, of course. Sending. Don't use that tone of voice with me, Devil. <laughs> We're not... You don't have to, just talk to me. I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> and then she fluffs out her, the dress that she puts on, which is the dress from the, one of the parties we went to. I believe it was the bachelorette party. 
it was the 50s style mm -hmm. blue yeah. to black that was the dress and it's very revealing for her because her caps are out <laughs> and her arms are out where you can see her holster her wand holsters and she has her medallion pinned to the dress the uh the, the four gray. gray okay mm -hmm. and her holy symbol on her hand and around the mistra symbol around her neck and i oh and the the wound no the amulet of health around mm -hmm. her neck mm -hmm. she's decked out in jewelry and she puts uh the pieces oh my god her hair's probably down to here now mm -hmm. um so she clips her hair in like a swoop the long pieces and clips them with two gold rings okay and then connects to those to her earrings by chains. Okay. And she will start shuffling out of the, the tavern, or I don't even have to go into the tavern. She'll hurry down the stairs, hoping not to be seen by anyone. Just like, oh, no, you know what? I misty step to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> Just easy enough. Uh, and you can hail a carriage. Mm -hmm. It is free for you. Oh, I pull out my other medallion. <laughs> uh, this is free. Um, as you uh, have paid in service to the city, and uh, you make your way to the Yawning Portal. Really? Just the entire time. <laughs> just a slight... <sighs> and the carriage driver's probably like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. And she steps out. And she tips the driver. Yeah, we'll do a gold. Okay. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Very, very happy and very wealthy. It kind of looks at you confused, but doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah why would you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pockets that. But as you enter, you see nothing has changed. Still as rowdy as ever. Uh, you make your way up to Davil's extended stay room. Uh, Dernan gives you a bit of a, a side eye as you walk past the the bar. I wave out. You're just kind of noting your uh, just just noting your the way you hold yourself. <laughs> it's changed. <laughs> he just doesn't say anything though. Yeah. And he she watches waves. you go up the stairs. Just rolls his eyes as he turns back to. And she stands at the, the floor that she knows that his regular room is on. Mm -hmm. And then she looks at the corridor of doors. Hmm. And she sends out Savard to look under all the doors to see which one's Davils, because she doesn't want to admit that she has completely <laughs> forgotten which room it is. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a uh, perception check or investigation. Investigation. Okay. <laughs> 24. 24. After a couple, it, uh, you find it is... I think it was like the third on the it's left. It's the third on the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you don't see, there's. it's like a barren room, except for you see a large bow rested up against the the bedside table. Why does this have to be seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> As you knock, the large half-orc hunter opens the door and lets you in. Hello, Zaraj. You haven't had many personal interactions with him, but in your journey to learn more about the Seldarine, you notice a single arrow holy symbol tattooed on his forearm. 
You know he's typically a man of few words, if any at all. Mm -hmm. And a religion check. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) A nine, but I'm going to choose to believe that it's Sahamin Mubo. (laughs) You can at least get that this is the elven god of hunting, archery, and survival in wild of harsh places. He taught his followers the arts of uh, hunting, including archery, moving unseen, and hiding in the wild places, as this is... Yeah, you can't quite remember the name, yeah. but you know it's not Sahani Moonbo. Yeah. Uh, the Great Archer. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'd know the title, but can't can't remember that elven name. That fits for Zaraj. <laughs> it really does. Um, and she immediately starts looking around the room for the outline of Davos' door. You see, he just points towards the closet. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yep, because then as you walk in, it's empty, aside from that bow and Zaraj. Uh, you do notice the kukri half-glaive still slung across the half-orc's back, uh, ready for close-quarter combat if needed. Uh, as you look around, he points to the closet door <laughs> as he sits backwards on the bedside chair with his arms crossed over the back. Okay. She reaches... Into, she puts the portable hole down, reaches in, and Cujo, either Cujo or Titan, hands her a little vial that she switched from the bag to the portable hole because she wasn't going to carry her whole bag. Mm-hmm. And then rolls it back up and then downs it like a shot as she takes the last of her eloquence potion. Okay. <laughs> and she opens the closet door and steps through. <laughs> All right. You walk in to his ma- magnificent mansion. Once again, an elven cemetery. Overgrown this time with wildflowers, blossoming trees, vines, and bushes. You see Davil, the devilishly handsome golden-haired sun elf, playing his lute and humming a soft and jaunty tune in a minor chord, giving it a haunting and sad feel. In the distance, you can see Fala, the druidic non-binary bronze-skinned wood elf, tending to the garden, despite its magical illusory nature. And sees you enter, puts the loot down. Vinla, please have a seat. We were just about to have a picnic. Oh, you perfect can, time, really. <laughs> you can tell us all about your adventures while we eat, drink, be merry. Okay. And she almost levitates, like, into the room and sits down and... You see it's full of ghostly... Devils. <laughs> Do you not know how to make a different face? Or why would I make a different face? That's a oh. hard answer. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> mm. Mine is so perfect. There's one other face I could make it. Who? You'll see next time. I can't change it now. It happens when I make them. Why not? Match. Do you not? Do you know how this spell works? I can't cast this spell. Oh, when you build the room, you build it to your specifications. Oh, so why can't you change it? I'd have to recast the spell. You're on, Mm. you are a a member of the Blackstaff Tower. How do you not know this? I'm not a member of the Blackstaff Tower. You go with it. You have, that's different. I'm a member of the Force Grey. Who work for? Vajra Sabak. Who is? The leader of the Force Grey. (laughs) God, I love Bedley. 
Someone's influence has rubbed off on her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just hugs both of them very tightly. And yeah, while it like, hugs you. I'm glad you're back. I'm so glad to be back. You have no idea. A, how much I have missed you. Both. And B, how many times I almost fucking died. <laughs> Again. Oh! And she throws down the portable hole and reaches in and grabs a book, mm-hmm. flips through it to the back, and starts pulling out all these dried flowers. And starts just laying them out and saying exactly where she was when she found them. And then she pulls out a dead one and says, I found this one in uh, a hotel that we stayed in in Daggerford. And then I flushed some stuff down a toilet and then a giant rat monster attacked the city. We think it was unrelated, but can't be sure. So, and then with the last one, she reaches both hands into the portable hole and like kind of signals for Cujo and Titan to like get the thing. Um, And this is the most important one. Um, A really, what seems like a really long time ago, you gave me a Jericho rose that signifies rebirth and life. So, and she pulls out this giant flower (laughs) and it's one of the Phoenix flowers. And she holds it out and says this I don't know what it can be used for, but I, would, I figured you would. And Fala <clears throat> looks at it, gently takes it with expert hands. This is a very unique specimen. Then takes the first one. The wilting dancer. That one too. Oh, that one we found in the high forest. The, the it was yeah. crazy. I picked it and it. Exitus trepundium. Most often found in the Feywilds, but few places on our plane have been graced by its presence. Some say it blooms twice, or it blooms where two fey touched lovers have danced under the full moon. Others say it is tied to the eternal dance in the Feywild, and if you dance in the fields of the wilting dancer, you will be compelled to do so until you die, and then you fertilize the soil further. But Those are two drastically different uh, theories about where these flowers come from, and I love it. And then the phoenix flower. <laughs> but this one I have not seen before. It looks like a bright orange and red burn, and gl- glows as if it is burning with embered edges, like a phoenix. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It, it, uh, that was one of the ways I actually almost died. Um, uh, someone not gonna name names, but someone pushed a person off a cliff onto one of these flowers that I was standing next to, and then it exploded. Oh, is that right? And you see <laughs> Dabble take a few cautious steps <laughs> back. Mm. I'm sure they're fine once they're picked. I haven't had any issues in the, in the hole. Oh. oh, the extra dimensional place where nothing jostles around and is completely safe from any external... I'm unsure what... And then of this uh, you see Paula just... <laughs> Thank you. I have some flowers for you as well. I can't wait to see them. 
and they hand you a gorgeous tulip that is a deep blue with silvery teal tips and another flower that is almost gro too grotesque to look at. Um, the second one is, although withered, dried, and dead, it is a deep purple, almost black, and glistens with a glossy mucus upon its barb-covered bulbous form with a few tentacle-like stamen phalanges off the top. It, I know you typically like things. Lord, this is this is a level of, of not... That's like not. far round, not... Like tentacles and spines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably Vinley's like... First yep. reaction is like, where'd you get that? Yep. And and you, the first is called Salune's Tears, the, like the asteroid cluster broken away from the lunar body. However, this is said, when it is burned, you can summon a spirit. I have never seen it come true, but you never know. The second oh. is extremely rare, and thankfully so. After learning about what you have been fighting, I did some I did some research and I found this plant. I was able to get the Doom Raiders to buy it in the black market. It is called Terazul. And it was originally thought to grow in lingering pockets of the spell plague. But it was discovered by a family in Delzimmer. These plants grow in the presence of portals or leaks into the far realm. That explains the appearance. And if you burn this one, does it, is it said to do anything? No. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to summon a far realm spirit. But. Get the address! <laughs> 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 doesn't know where, like, yeah, where, where did you get this? The Black Network. Yeah. Where did they get it? Right. Uh, family in Delzimmer. <laughs> yeah. That's or or the Del the family in Delzimmer is the ones that found out what it actually does. Doesn't mean that necessarily. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But, but perhaps um, it will lead you to what you need. More answers. I can't wait to experiment with the applications. Or warn you exactly where not to go. It's a fair point as well. If I see that growing anywhere, I'm going to walk the other direction. I would probably <laughs> teleport as far away as possible. <laughs> mm. Yes. So, uh, regardless about your adventures, I would, mm, I've caught follow up to everything until Uli, or until after Uli. All right. Well, let's. So it started, and I, okay. I tell him. And then at the end, uh, and everything. So, okay, let me see if I got it all. Mm -hmm. After I left you in Ulavin, you saved a damn soul from the blood-sucking tree, fought Malar-worshipping mm -hmm. werewolves, liberated not only a mind-controlled mining encampment, but in entirely the entirety of a lost civilization who were trapped in amber of an elder evil whose brain matter is the amber that created hero dust. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then great. V became the leader of that civilization. No, no, no. She was she was rightfully the leader and stepped up to the plate after rescuing her people. Of all people. Well, yeah, she was the only one with the birthright to it. I wasn't going to do it, Dapple. You know, if you were Harold, I would not believe you. And you'd be right, too. But then you fought a cult <laughs> that forced birth 
We fought a cult that forced birth into the unwilling mm-hmm. and found out that most of the life on Toro births from a creature known as the Mother of Monsters. Yeah. And, that, yeah, and that's where I got those flowers. I guess that explains my darker tendencies. Hmm. But then you went through a time temple and fought three Baelmore. Mm-hmm. They were very lovely. Can't say I blame the guy for trying to kill them. I probably would have done the same. No offense. They turned into a sphinx. Mm. If that helps. No. They made us play a puzzle <laughs> game? No. <laughs> Why? Doesn't matter. Oh, Anyways, to ask questions. See, like, your undead don't try to attack me or bombard yeah. me uh, with visions of my past or my future. Yeah. If they did, I would... I would kill them. Through my... I'd get Zaraj to kill them. They scared me. Do you think Zaraj would be able to kill my undead? Yes. You haven't seen the new spells I have, Dad. Please don't. <laughs> but then you went into some mist, dreamed about your past, ended up in limbo, the plane of chaos, and then fought someone that calls themselves the Mistmaster. Mm-hmm. Stupid name. I thought so as well, but Sorry, I can't Sorry, that it. was incorrect. Uh... You fought an illusion of Seisha Solar, who was apparently corrupted, and then you were helped by the Mistmaster. Yeah, but Still it was a kind of a name. battle. But then the Mistmaster actually ended up being Lara. Mm. Or would you have said that? I don't think I would have okay. said that. So the Mistmaster then was attacked by a man in purple armor that seemed to move on its own, mm-hmm. killed the Mistmaster. Mm-hmm. And that's when we teleported away. And you... Okay. And then you ended up in a futuristic, arcane, utopia city hidden in the high moor made of weird, monstrous creatures that were once elves. Mm-hmm. It's called the Hidden City of Hope, I believe. Rhymanthe. And then you met all the black staffs mm-hmm. and found a piece of the broken sentient methylar that is now... Bless you. ...attached to your breastplate. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like this. And she uses a precipitation to make a little symbol of it. <laughs> Damn, that sounds fun. It was... It was fun at times and extremely traumatic and jarring. I'll be honest. Like the rest of the Doom Raiders, I miss the chaos of adventuring from time to time. But now because of... My busted knee and slipped spine injury. I'm just an ideas guy. Slip discs are a bitch. Mm-hmm. I did kind of fall in love with this particular shithole. Who? The city. Oh. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else, Devil, no. to be honest. No, no, no. No. It does, does have some really beautiful sights in it. Oh! We met a new person, uh, her name's Karina, and you were talking about sights. We showed her all the walking statues. Oh. I mean, I guess they're fine. They don't do anything. They don't walk. Why are they? I know why they're called walking, but come on. We couldn't call them resting. Kind of remind me of some art installations. I went to this place called, uh, I think it was a a Wicker Man Festival one time. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. (laughs) There's no escape. Don't no, even the get me started. The Wicker Man is the new rash pants. 
You know, but, I think I might have a couple connections in the Wicker Man Festival if you wanted to go again sometime. I think Fala would love it as well. Very naturalistic. Uh, as you said, you've almost died a couple of times. That, you know, it's, I could have done that in Waterdeep. Oh, I believe we would all enjoy that once we figure out everything that's going on and Death. have some reprieve. Hopefully before then. But Fala was asking a lot about you. They were worried. Not worried. Uh, cautiously optimistic. Finley is very capable as long as she believes in herself. I do not doubt that she can survive outside the city. She has survived so much already. And gracefully, I might add. My only worry is that she will fail to see the beautiful flower her potential can bloom into if she is too afraid to open herself up to those possibilities. But she has grown more into her self-confidence. I would agree. The flower is blooming. I didn't just come to check on you both. I came with ulterior motives, I have to admit. I have been thinking a lot since leaving Waterdeep, and I found out a lot about myself and the people around me, and I think I, I think I would hate myself for all of eternity if, if I didn't say how much I love both of you. I don't think that, I know I wouldn't be the person I am today without either of you, and I hope to every god, every outer being, every pit fiend, every demon, every devil, sorry, everything in existence that I never have to experience losing either of you. And you see Dabble's emotions kind of like, it's like a roller coaster at first. He's shocked that you said love. And then you mention something in your rattling of words and he gets very concerned and he just looks to Fala. Fala, would you be a dear and uh, check on Zaraj for us, Finley, and I have some private conversations if you don't mind. Fala looks concerned, confused, but walks over to you gives you a formal elven hug and just kisses you on the cheek. I think Vinley is con not confused, but during the hug, she has the thought to say something and turns her face at the last second as Fala goes in for oh. the cheek kiss and it ends up and she doesn't pull back, she doesn't jerk. There is no like tensing panic. She almost relaxes and leans even further into the mistake. Okay. Uh, there's a little bit of a oh. surprise jerk from Fala, just cause wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, you insight picks up of like, oh, did I just mess up? But then as you lean in, Fala doesn't pull away. <laughs> and we'll peel back and bow ever so just awkwardly. Yeah, and I give a polite and curtsy. we'll kind of take a glance at the phoenix flower, 
look back at Davil, kind of just does a quick little mathematical <laughs> check around the garden where it's at. It'll be fine in the magical place, and then leaves. This has been enjoyable, and I do wish to continue having these enjoyable moments. That was something. It, it, it happened, and I think at first I didn't mean it to happen, but I'm glad it did. And here I am feeling jealous. Shut up. And she kisses him. <laughs> and, but he actually puts a finger up to your lips mm. before any pleasantries continue. The issue is taken care of. I was told I have to ask you a particular question. And I'd like to do so without communion. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. What deal were you going to secretly make with the Pit Fiend in Daggerford? Call them out. Yeah, Rhea. <laughs> no, what was that? What was that what secret? Was that? What's up with that? I... Uh, you see, when he said the communion, he pulled out a very specific bottle of wine, but he's waiting to see what your response is first. I'm not going to lie to you. I was scared, and I was backed into a corner, I thought. So I figured it would be better if two demons were fighting over you, or two devils, rather than fighting over my friends. So you're going to offer me In exchange for your friends. And myself. It was a horrible mistake that I hoped would never see the light of day. But I can't say I blame you. I do. You know what sacrifices I made. But I guess that's what I get for playing with fire. We've both played with fire. The reason I was drawn to you is because you're dangerous. It's almost like trying to pet a snake, drawn in by the danger and excitement, possibly the hubris, of doing something no one else has done before, but hoping not to get bit. But I let my guard down, it seems. I can't say I got bit because I'm still here. And that's awfully silly not the deal you made. It is definitely sobering to know that you almost tagged me, though. There's nothing I can say. I can't. If I could, I would rewrite the past. I would change it. I would have never opened my mouth. But I did. And that is something that I hope neither of us forget. 
be honest. I appreciate your honesty so far. Do I need to be worried about you? Can I trust you? She thinks for a while. No and yes, in that order. I don't think you should worry about me harming you ever again. It's not just me I'm worried about. Devil. I... I realized something out there in, in limbo. I realized that the person I was was a monster. And that's okay. I enjoy being a monster sometimes. It's intoxicating. But I will make this. And she stands and does whatever ritual there is for elven promise. Mm-hmm. I will never intentionally harm an innocent person by any definition of innocent until I stop walking this earth. It's a bigger promise than I was asking for. I like grandiose gestures. And the Doom Raiders aren't innocent. They are to me. They're my friends. I appreciate your sincerity. I think I'm going to need some time to think about this. Absolutely. I do enjoy your company. But for now, I think it's time you return back to your memory. Okay. She turns and goes to the door and opens it. And just before she closes it and says, she says, I'll love, I'll love you no matter how much you hate me, if you do. And she closes the door. And unbeknownst to you, he says, I don't hate you. I think I might love you too. If Fala is in that room, uh, she will go to them and say goodnight and give them a kiss on her, their cheek and then wave to Zarash as she exits. And they tell you once again, may the sun and moon rise up to greet you. And you as well. And she goes outside and gets into a carriage and then just starts sobbing uncontrollably as she's like white knuckle gripping the bench that she's sitting on and she just keeps repeating why why did you do that I hope he forgives you and she continues the ride crying in silence um for the other two, Harold, you make your way 
eventually towards uh, Undercliff, mm-hmm. the town just outside of Waterdeep, where you know Petunia's parents stay. As um, yeah, go to have fun with Petunia. Yep. Whenever she gets off work, she'll be back anytime now. Yeah. And Seisha, mm-hmm. you end up at. Skewer Dragon? Is that the yes, the Skewer mm-hmm. Dragon. Mm-hmm. I was I was like chained mermaid. No, that's, that's the ship. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh the Skewer Dragon. Uh and as you walk in, you see waiting for you in the back is Gariel, the red headed pirated woman. And as you go to greet her. I hadn't heard from you in a couple days. Yeah. I'm yeah. worried. Damn, are you a sap for sore eyes? <laughs> and she just, just rushes in and just and she scoops her yep. up and swings her around yep. and just plants a big kiss on her. Yep, doesn't wait for you to answer. Just immediately. And I say that you spend the rest of your day on a glorious date. Mm-hmm. Fill her in on everything mm-hmm. that you want to fill her in on. Seisha swears her to secrecy and tells her everything. Okay. Ooh. Honestly, okay. if there was one person you were gonna tell, yeah, she's the one that ain't gonna fucking slip up. Yeah, yeah. Woof. And as as the day comes Ow. to a close, you have a wonderful time. You might spend a little bit of the as the sun goes down, a little bit into the night doing your vigilante work. Yeah. Oh yeah, I totally take her on a crime fighting date. Oh yeah, and she like <laughs> seeing this like shift in you. Mm-hmm. Damn, I am so turned on right now. God damn. <laughs> that fierceness. Oh. You stabbed that guy in the kidney. Twice. Oh. Mm. What the fuck? And there's that kind of poor play. <laughs> <laughs> and she like kicks the like the the face of a guy. Yeah. You're absolutely amazing. Bam, bam. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, please stop flirting while you're kicking my ass. <laughs> oh god! Not a chance. But, um, but you end the date in the city where you end up back at the Chained Mermaid, and as you enter the captain's quarters. Hopefully, looking to see if things fade to black or not. The vision of heaven, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that there's a figure waiting in the shadows as they light an oil lantern. And that, that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. And that's the end of my tale for now. But come back to Troll School next week, and maybe I'll have another one for you. T4 is a 5e Dungeons and Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DMs Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson. With Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbard, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsor as Harold Hovelton, Katie Adkins as V. Veterock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodel. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. Please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at D4DNDRPG as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other.